and welcome to another phenomenal, exciting, action-packed episode of Train Pop Culture. Woohoo! Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Choo-choo, choose me. I, I'm Kimbo, and I am joined by my fabulous friends, Johnson, Burns, Strawny, and today... Ta-da! That's how you call it. Ta-da! Jazz hands. No jazz hands. Jazz hands are banned. I'm jazz handing I'm now. jazz handing. We We're all, all jazz handing it in right. his face. It's literally the stupidest so, thing. So much jazz. Have my jazz hands in around your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I Absolutely. I said, I something, said something similar to you once. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. Today, we oh, are jazz. talking about... We're not talking about incest. <laughs> Why did you say that at that, that died? <laughs> that was the stupidest thing you've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> and, you <laughs> things every episode. and you know this is not getting cut either. Yeah. yeah. It's just me choking on mid hit the, the inhale on the word uh, incest. The choice of me being the editor. Yeah. Anyway. Today, we are talking about all elite wrestling. A-E-Dub. And the fourth pay-per-views we have seen thus far, not including All In because it's not an all elite wrestling pay-per-view. Ring of Honor, babies. It's an NWA, wasn't it? Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. And didn't someone win the NWA championship? Yes. Yeah, they're... The thing with AEW, though, is that they're using and utilising and associated with other independent circuits, so they're, ab- they're able to use titles and plots going on in other... Right, OK. Um, like what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, I was going to say... Brands. Brands, that's a little book. caveat there. We're associated with a lot. Well, oh, yeah. Mm. Some About are some associated with one. <laughs> Two? Not so much anymore. I don't know. Two? Two, because you've still got the, the Chinese ones... Yeah. And AAA still like them. Yeah. Until uh, they take Lucha Brothers permanently and then AAA will drop them. Yeah, because they, like they can't use any Impact guys, can they? They can't use... And the Ring of Honor said no. Um, NJPW have screamed just, no in their face recently. Well, NJPW is just a just a carcass now, I assume. Like, they've still got Osprey and... Uh, and Osprey. And Zack Sabre Jr. And, and Osprey. They've just signed... Um, the guy used to be on 205 Live, but is now better because he's not wasting his talents in WWE. <laughs> uh, 205 Live, the one that no one cares about. Hideo Itami, he's now called Kenta ah. and is beating people up in Japan instead. 205 Live is just that kind of... In yeah. wrestling, that is. He's yeah. not just gone over there. Yeah, no. Yeah. But we forgot I what he's it. even called. <laughs> like, we were having this conversation the other week and we were like, fuck, yeah. what's the other one called? And it took us like five minutes to remember it's 205 Live. Because it's a stupid fucking name. Because I, I was making the point that it's 205 Live, their colour brand is purple, isn't it? Yeah, it's purple. And I said it would make almost sense to give that to NXT. Well, I like the yellow on NXT. I do, but then with purple, you've got the blue from SmackDown, you've got the red from Raw. Give it purple mm. for NXT. Mm. But, but I it's... said there's a distinction between the brands. NXT is not mm. a direct connection between the two. Yeah, I think that's why it's two. And, and The black and gold, mm. is, it's, it's a completely different... It's almost a completely different product because of the way it feels and the way it looks and the way that it's handled. It is definitely H's baby. Yeah, it is a different so product. So it's to keep it distinct as a mm. product away from the other main brands. So it does make sense. But anyway, A-Dub. A-E-Dub. So we are going to just jump straight into Double or Nothing. 
what we're going to do is we're going to break it down match by match. Uh, we're going to include pre-shows after a little bit of chat because they matter now. I thought I thought they were non-canon. I thought they no, they matter. Explained wow. in the thing that they're non-canon. I thought that was uh... WWE's pre-shows don't necessarily relate directly at all to anything that's going on, and kind of they're hit and miss in terms of whether mm. or not it's worth the time watching them. The AEW ones so far, I think that. Don't know if you'd all agree with me, but the, the pre-shows I think have been really, really. They've good. just shown they matter, but that's they why I'm happy to talk about them. Mm. Uh, They've been a really good introduction to people that are going to come up next. Yeah, with, with one exception, yeah. there's all three of them were really good. Sorry, out of four of them, three of them were really good. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. Mm. But we'll start with one of the good ones, Double or Nothing, and they kicked it off with their Casino Battle Royale to determine the. One of the contenders for the AEW Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, spoilers are going to be throughout this. If you've not watched any AEW pay-per-views, stop now. Watch them. Come back later. Yeah. Well, yeah. To be fair, if you've not seen them by this point, bearing in mind when this episode airs, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sort your life out. <laughs> and also, got, unless you don't like wrestling, in yeah. which case I don't understand why you chose to listen <laughs> to, to a podcast. I was about to say, if you haven't watched, wrestling. if you ha- if you've seen the title to this and clicked on intending to watch. But haven't watched AEW. What was the point? So, <laughs> two weeks later, it's TV. Yeah, get it, get sort your life out. <laughs> that, that'll get the fans on board, won't it? Yeah. We're well, not judgmental. What the fuck's wrong with you people? Man. We're not being judgmental, but yeah, watch them. They're I fucking am. awesome. But I'm, I'm, judge, I'm judging all of you. You've not seen it yet. Yeah. I'm not. We're not judging you. Do but it. You're wrong. That's according to Strawn. The Namachal brand does not associate with his and it does not belong to <laughs> his opinions on his own. I'm not necessarily I'm by the rest of the team. I'm pulling a Kimbo and I'm going to say that my opinion is a fact. It's <laughs> done it! Yep. Kimbo's opinions are facts is now presented by Christopher Strawn. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, let's move on from this little point. So, so. the uh, Casino Battle Royale at Double Nothing was won by Hangman Adam Page. And featured our introductions to, amongst others, Sean Spears, MJF, Joey Janela, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, uh, Sonny Kiss, Boom Baby, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa. Oiled, oiled, yeah, oiled to hell, that man. And also wastes of entries such as Glacier, Billy Gunn, Brian Pillman Jr. And wasn't what's his face in there? Uh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, yeah. Because for some reason he's not on this list. Oh Dreamer. yeah, because yeah. he's against Orange Cassidy, and Orange yeah. Cassidy did the the leg tap. Oh, yeah. and Orange Which Cassidy. Was fucking brilliant. Sorry, I forgot Orange Cassidy. Yeah. How dare I? And also, How very dare you? It's really bad of me. Can someone get Frank on this? But the the lesser bodied individual who performed the, the guy who did six one nine that had no leg. Oh yeah, him. Yeah. I don't remember his name. There was a fucking lot of people in that match up though, to be fair. So you've twenty one. There's twenty one, yeah. You've not missed too Apparently many. Apparently private party was in there, but I don't remember seeing them. I'm not gonna lie, I'm going to be the for this recording sesh, the first two I watched double or nothing twice at the time it came out because I was fucking so all over it. And then I watched the second one once, but I've not watched them again since, but I've watched the last two more recently. So I'm going to be doing kind of crawling through my memory banks for the first two. But they were fucking good, so I'm I'm happy to go by on that. I'm sure that 
Private Party's debut was Fight for the Fall. Yeah, I think, did they not drop out and they were replaced by Dreamer and someone else? Yeah. That would make sense. Because they, they were saying, like, oh, last time they made the debut, and I was like, yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, so Private Party weren't in there. This list is wrong. Tommy Dreamer was in there. This yeah. list is also wrong. But we'll carry on. Which would explain why you forgot our freshly squeezed friend. Yeah, because yeah, he's not on this list either. He's not on the list. Mr. Freshly Squeezed. Your list is very different to my list, though. Although some people on your list are on my list. <laughs> um, highlights. Your I... list is just a phone book, you know that. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm slightly more selective. I was going to ask, is there more people on your list than there is on Jericho's list? But we don't know how many people are on Jericho's list. Yeah. Everyone's on Jericho's list. <laughs> I think, like, at this stage of the day, like, literally the world is on Jericho's list, apart from the handful of people that turned up with thank you signs. <laughs> yeah. If you turn up with a thank you sign, you're good. It's this whole thank you. Golden Boy said thank you as well, bless him. Technically, Hangman Page did say thank you. Oh, yeah. In his promo. But not quite quite the thank you he was looking for. But, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, Battle Royale. uh, Highlights. A likeless 619. Always impressive. That was oh, fucking yeah. insane. Like, oh, the, it was, yeah, use his hands. Managed to strength use needed his, for that. Use his hands to push himself up to grab the top and middle rope to swing himself yeah. around, and then essentially knee the guy in the face because it won't his toes knee the guy in the face. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's what has set AW apart. They are willing to take punts on. They said they're all inclusive. They literally are. Yeah. They've got the world's first transgender wrestler. They've got um, a guy with no legs performing six one nine. So they literally want to include every possible person. But let's, not, let's be 100% honest, we've never seen Legless Guy ever again, apart from maybe another I battle I wouldn't be surprised. He's not having a one-on-one match. No. Ever. Unfortunately, I yeah, think I he's doing over-the-top battle, battle royales, and that may be it. In, in given, mind, given his nature, and given the particular gimmick we're about to mention, it could work with Orange Cassidy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Orange Cassidy would put minimal effort into it, the, the, oh, the more able-bodied of the two, actually, physically would, would, would yeah. possibly lose because he's just he's that nonchalant about the whole thing. I think though that they're going to kind of push Orange Cassidy in a different to direction. the moon. Yeah, <laughs> Orange Cassidy is Orange winning Cassidy, the title. I know that it's sort of I'm skipping ahead a bit, but the for All Out, just turning up in the middle of the ring when the lights came back up yeah. and the pop that the he got from the crowd yeah, and just standing there with his hands in his pockets launching he flew that was with yeah. his hands in his pockets <laughs> and then rolled, rolled back into the ring and then flipped <laughs> himself yeah. up he didn't lose his glasses no and he didn't take his hands out his it's fucking genius it it's great. just it was great it's, it's a silly gimmick but it's fucking brilliant and the best it's, gimmicks are silly gimmicks that are pulled the, off by the right people yeah. yeah which has not been achieved by other gimmicks, but we'll move oh, on to that fine. at some point. <laughs> the other ones, you're all right. Yeah. I'm not saying they're brilliant, I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm just not as murderous as you three for what, once. What is the best gimmick ever and why is it Jerry Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> the Dick Druids. <laughs> penis Druids. Dick Druids works better. I know it is Penis Druids, but Dick Druids. We're diversifying. We're Tangenting. Tangenting. Penis That's... priests. Penis priests is also very good. Uh, also, highlights. Priests, as they're also known. <laughs> oh. 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 Alex Johnson's well, opinions are those of his own. <laughs> 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 
Anyway. Uh, other yeah. highlights. It's not an opinion if it's gone through the courts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our entire religious sector. Right? <laughs> uh, ruined. Ruined. There goes our religious audience. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ruined. No, that's what the altar boys were. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to... Kimbo, Pins. please. Pins. Thank you. Pins everywhere. Thumbtacks. 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 Thumbtacks everywhere. And speaking of Jimmy Havoc, <laughs> he uh, staples a cig- lit cigarette to Joey Janela's forehead, as one often does. He likes yes. stapling Joey Janela, I've noticed. He seems to like stapling his head. Oh, long gone, that time's gone by in the UK where you could do that because of the smoking ban. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're dedicated I'll, enough, you can still do it. No, I do you love the fact that that's what would be You know, like smoking laws, it doesn't say you can't light cigarettes and staple them to someone's head. <laughs> Nobody inhaled, so technically yeah. no laws were broken. I mean, given the fact that I have seen certain wrestlers who appeared at AW uh, fight in the street in UK performances <laughs> over cars and buzzes, I, there's a chance we could... Was that Jimmy Havoc? I forget who it was, but it was, again, someone can get Frank on this, but yeah, there was a, a fight not long after Double or Nothing. See, the thing is, I can't type in fight in the street. Yeah, well, nothing's going to turn You know the amount of Florida man that's going to turn It was an independent wrestling show that sprawled out into the street. Right. And there was, they were in the middle of the road fighting over cars. I, I... Oh, I've seen the clip. You showed yeah. me the clip. But I can't think You didn't tell me who the fuck it was. But it was someone know. who performed at AW. He stormed, so he gave minimal information. Yeah, yeah, he stormed. Yeah. And I drink and I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> and things I wish I could forget. <laughs> Sunny Kiss twerking in Tommy Dreamer's face. Fuck you, you're Sorry. Wrong. Sunny Kiss is the best. I, thing I love ever. Sunny Kiss. That means it was more Tommy only... Dreamer that put me off, so I'm going to be 100 now. <laughs> I don't need to see Tommy Dreamer's face uh, most times, uh, let alone with another man's ass in there. <laughs> it's a good ass, though. Mm. He's got a very peachy butt. I, I, yeah, I'd make him a happy man. He'd make you a happy man. Uh, that would too, yeah. <laughs> what made me a happy man was Luchasaurus in that match, though. Oh. That man... That dinosaur. I, you see, when I first saw him come out, I was like, what the fuck is Luchasaurus this is shit? Well. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't... I, I That's his tail. Just That's like, his tail. <laughs> cock-headed, like, not getting it. And now I'm just like, I fucking love this guy. Like, I'm so on board. Like, I don't... It makes no sense. It just... If you're writing it down on paper, it's like, right, we're going to have somebody that looks like a monster. It's going to be Luchi based and uh, Lucci based Lucha based Lucha well you knew what the fuck I meant yeah but I'm correcting you for everyone to hear you said Lucci based it's Lucci Luchadori Luchadori and then it it feels like somebody took a big toke on something and they went and he's a dinosaur and it just like if you Break it down on paper. It sounds so fucking offensively retarded. I know Luchasaurus is full backstory. Oh, please tell. So, well, it's his real life backstory, not his character backstory. Oh, I'll not interested. Uh, no, yeah. I don't give a shit about the evolution of how we got to Luchasaurus. Was he born in Jurassic Park? No, <laughs> he was out in NXT, getting pushed. Okay, got injured, mm-hmm. got released. Standard WWE. Standard, standard WWE, yeah. Vince. Generic WWE didn't went, went into the Indies, couldn't quite hit it off, couldn't find the right gimmick, dressed up as a snake for an episode. Yeah. People fucking loved wrestling snake. Not <laughs> snake the 
the guy from Metal Gear. Yeah. A actual physical scaly snake. I mean, as we've as we personally have seen people yeah, the silly sound people tend to go with animal gimmicks. Yeah. yeah. People, they pop on animal gimmicks. Uh-huh. Apart from the turkey bomb. The Goblin oh, Gooka. The, 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 yeah. Oh dear God, yeah, I remember. I remember the Goblin Gooka. I'll try to forget. Now, was... now, what you're thinking of, mate, is the Mandela effect because that never happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a thing in this universe. Well, no. I, won't have, I watched the Gimmick Battle Royale at WrestleMania 20. Well, no, well, no, you didn't. No, no, there's no such is thing. Is this like Spider-Man Three? Did yeah, it's happen? Spider-Man Three. It's the Mandela yeah. effect. There is no such thing. It is. If he existed in his entrance video, it shows you him hatching. From his oversized egg yeah. about five years previous. The gobbledygook. No, never happened. I said if it if it existed hypothetically, hypothetically in an alternate universe, yeah, yeah. we are not in. So carry on. Uh, the end of the match was MJF had been outside of the ring, being MJF. <laughs> yeah. Came back in, forty one. Adam Page uh, bookshot Larity and him out of the ring. Happy days, Adam Page, up there. Hang on a minute, you've jumped from Luchasaurus's backstory. Sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. So to the end mind. of the Battle Royale. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking sorry, then, that was got... So we went from the snake. So it's, it's gone from the snake to being MJF outside the ring. <laughs> what do you think? Wow, that was a gimmick change. He became another person. He he shrunk. He split in two and became Luchasaurus and MJF. He had a worm transition. They cut him in half and he still survived. Wow. So he was much taller before that because snake because he liked being the snake <laughs> and people liked him as the snake. Face palm, face palm. He moved around, wrestling promotions, wrestling as a snake character. He slithered around, yeah, wrestling exactly. promotions. Slide ended on the AAA. Everyone was AAA. Great, great Mexican wrestling promotion. I need to get into AAA because no, I have no, you don't because Lucha Bros are leaving soon. Not with your time, but they've got. <laughs> but they have got the AAA titles, so. They'll drop them and then they'll join AEW permanently. That, that is, it's written on the walls. I can see it. It's right. <laughs> I indicated towards a wall. Yeah. For you yeah. audio listeners, because there's no video listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be... Oh, my film. God, he learned. He, he got learned. it right this time. Right. There's no video. That you know of. Weak. Anyway, he then died as the snake... They cut his head off in AAA, obviously, because wrestling is nothing but a soap opera. Of course. Yeah. Uh, then he hatched from an egg that was buried underneath the dead snake's body and became Luchasaurus. If you can't see, my face is uh, one of the fuck, mate. <laughs> you're that, you're that blinking git. Yeah. That, that white guy that's just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how Luchasaurus came to be. Came to be. So he's he essentially Jesus himself. I think it's more of a cockatrice thing. <laughs> okay. We're back to reboots, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> so he, he bore him uh, upon his death. He bore himself in another form. Pretty much, yeah. And now he's Luchasaurus, and everyone's happy. Um, I've already told you the end, unless. No, I've told you the end. I'm not going to yeah. go over it again. Yeah, Hangman won. Done. Hangman won. Great uh, times. Doing, he did pull the Joker card from Mr. Yeah, he got yeah. it. He came out I like that. Just as a... Because I know that we're going to be kind of talking more about the actual wrestling. 
But there's certain things for the pay-per-views that I've liked that have been not necessarily directly associated with the wrestling itself, but just due to the like the formatting and the style and other like external aspects that you wouldn't necessarily look to discuss. And for me, the the fact that they have they've gone with the whole um casino thing, every pre-show's been the buy-in. They've been consistent with it as a brand. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the deck thing. I like oh, I, like I like like you know, the heart centered first idea. and you then you've got one at a time you get a group. You get a group and it's the, the deck and the joker card thing because like, yeah. it was um Mercedes Martinez for the women's yeah. all yeah. Spoilers. Soz, guys. Not Soz. Sorry, not sorry. Sort your life out. (laughs) Knowing there's the Joker card coming, like you see, like, and the next. And the final one is. And the final one, you're like, oh, who's got the Joker card? And it keeps you, it's a bit more interesting than just like this. It it was less interesting. See 50 people all at the same fucking time, and you're like, I have no idea who's in the ring, let alone who's out the ring. Well, it's it's a casino battle royale, so yeah. Yeah. It's not a rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Christ almighty, this Are you okay? Did you just hemorrhage? No, this just shows how actually like lacking in brain cells I am. Because oh, right, okay, but it's only just taken me till now to realise it's a battle royale, not a rumble. Mm-hmm. So they've reinvented the rules essentially of a battle royale. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, Sean, I do worry about you, Mace. Every day I worry about you. I wouldn't bother worrying about me. I'm way past the point of. Mm-hmm. He's not helping you now. Um, I'm yeah, way past my... the point of no concern. My argument for the Joker thing for the first battle royale, it was kind of obvious it was Hangman. Because they've got rid of the pack match and he had to do something. So, the, the women's one was a lot more interesting because I had no clue who it was. Yeah. But, the but it was a good way. If you were going to establish that's how you're going to do Royals, if yeah, that's your like kind of system. It breaks you apart was, from literally yeah, everyone else. And you'd, even though you kind of, you were about 95, 97% sure it was definitely going to be Hangman unless they decided to pull something out of the bag. It was still like, wow, the pop when he came out was just really fucking cool. Oh, yeah, the pop's great. The pop Hangman always is great. The pop Hangman always is great, to be fair, because Hangman's awesome. Yeah. We should know, cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity. I needed uh, several instants of confirmation. This goes against what he told us earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said you don't... And this so, is direct in our private this is not group for me. Not for me. Not for me. Hangman Page, not, not for, me. for me. Yeah, he literally said that. Yeah, you're all up in his ass. What the fuck's going on, bitch? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> in oh. the group chat, you put Hangman Page, not for me. For me. It's been checked. Yeah. Because I said in what context? There was no context. You just said we were, he's they not were for me. About, they were talking about the match, and you went, yeah, the placement was wrong, blah, 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 and then a separate, oh. a separate sentence, Hangman isn't for me. There's no, no way, other way no, of telling no, that. Wait, no. no, I actually, I know what he means. Yeah, the, no, placement the placement of Hangman's match was wasn't for me. Oh. Your disagreement of where the... Yeah. Oh, right. Hangman. We'll talk about this when we get to All Out. Oh, wait, okay. Wait, part two, folks. Yeah. More reason to tune in. <laughs> uh, but back to Double yeah. or Nothing and it's not, it's we're, we're not. We're not going to apologise. I was going to say, like. It was very confusing. Yeah, no, you said. Strawn Strawning, though, he doesn't yeah. provide enough information oh, yeah. in a single message. Yeah. Like, this is a well established fact for listeners at home. We will refer to this repeatedly. Strawn Strawns. And when Strawn Strawns, he gives you half a sentence. And then you're left to try and extrapolate what the fuck he's talking about. And then he'll proceed to give you five other half sentences over the space of an hour and then send you a fucking paragraph. 
and it clarifies everything again. It but if you just sent all the information in the first place, shit like this wouldn't happen. Yeah, but to be fair, like when these these chats are happening, I'm either at work or off my face. So you're not going to get much sense out of me either way. Ever. Ever. Do you know who doesn't talk much sense? Sammy Guevara and his ex oh, match He can suck my root and not in a fun way. And his excellent pre-show match at Double or Nothing with Super Bad Kip Sabian. Follow Brit. I take it we're not going to decide. Are we just going through what all the matches are? Yeah, yeah. Actually no talk about no, no. We felt about. We're literally just going to describe the matches. Do we have a picture? <laughs> I thought we all said it was great. We're going to describe the match and move on. <laughs> no, we don't uh, have time for opinions. I only, I only caught sort of bits of it. But if I remember right, for a, a, for a company that's saying they're not doing the, the cliched stuff, as it, you know, they're not doing the, the soap opera style and all the cliches. They did have the cliche of bad guy hides until near the end to to come out and do no. shit. I don't think they've actively said they're going to not be... They said they wouldn't be scripted promos. Ah, yeah. right. They're going to give the... Um, uh, so Which makes so much sense when you have someone like MJF oh, yeah. on the card. Oh, yeah, that. MJF doesn't need fucking assistance. He's just... Did you mean what he said on an indie show? He went to a disabled kid. Oh, fuck, I'm already cringing. And he went, I'm better than you, look what I can do, and stood up. <laughs> <laughs> MJF is possibly one of their best heels. He's, he's the he's, biggest cunt in wrestling. He's just a he's fucking arsehole. He's the world's he's... greatest heel. You'll love to hate him. And he's... He's just... In, he's extraordinary because he's such a fucking arsehole. And do you know yeah, what? It, when he's doing space, you'll love him it. as well. He's going to be like a better version of The Miz. He is going to be... He'll never turn face. Oh, he will, 100%. Because of the Cody thing. Nah, I'm like it. No, we'll come, we'll come, we'll come to this later. Yeah, okay. Nah, Again. we're both all going, nah. Again, nah. Nah, ah, ah. I'll tune in part two in about two weeks' time. And he's brilliant. It's on part yeah, yeah, it is on part two. Oh, my. I'm right. You're right. I'm wrong. Carry on. Holy shit, can we have a moment? Can it's recorded. It's people? recorded. Um, can no soundboard. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> I'm wrong. So, Can we all just have a sample of Kimbo Oh, here we go. Alex thinks it's great. Kimbo thinks it's great. Natalie, what do you think about the Battle Royale? I really enjoyed it. In the casino format. I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. I think it was Mm. a great way to get everything started. It felt like there was such a lot of hype leading up to it because we all knew that this was happening and that there's all this fucking talk about are they going for WWE? Is this war? Is it not? Is it just uh, an alternative... Two or something that you can watch as well as, and I think that they didn't. They there were certain kind of little jibes made throughout the the whole pay per view, little nods mm. and little pokes, but they've they've not actively said like we're better than you. They've not MJF to over. They've not MJF. They've MJF, MJF may have MJF. MJF MJF's, but that's it. But MJF but I, MJF's to everyone. I liked it. I thought it was a great way to kind of give us a a good indication of what the vibe and what the feel of the place is going to be like yeah. as a brand it was mm. a really good way of going look this is what we are about mm. there's loads of different styles and loads of different people and yeah. there's, there's know, something for everyone yeah you, you know they've they've not excluded we've got kind of um uh got, like this, uh, got a guy with no legs and we've got sunny kiss who mm. is quite clearly He's one of the not one of those. He's an, yeah, and they're they're not kind of. It took Finn Balor 
sneaking a design out to his mate that got leaked for them to do the Ballot Club for everybody. They, they have pushed on with it massively since then. Yeah, because, because they, they had, had to. to. I, I, I was really? just talking about the Ballot thing. Yes. They obviously do Sonya as well. Yeah, Sonya yeah. does rainbows everywhere. Yeah. But Through they, a heel, which makes no sense. She should but, probably just dress in black like all <laughs> heels do. But well, that could, like that... it was a, it was a good like. You just got a good indication that everybody you do feel like everybody's mm. involved and everything's inclusive, and that you're going to start seeing things that you've not been seeing. It's not going to just be that macho bullshit. Yeah, my my one it's criticism of the everyone included thing. Can we stop including people who are very obviously not good in the ring anymore, please? <laughs> this is mainly aimed at Glacier. Glacier was not good in the ring. I like Glacier. I can't. Remember. I don't even remember who Glacier was. The mist, like spitting and whist in the face, and it was like, yeah, fuck. Okay. Also, I, I don't need to see Billy Gunn in a wrestling ring ever again. Oh, <laughs> I'm done no, with Billy no. Gunn. And Tommy Dreamer can stop as well. No. Tommy uh, Dreamer served a purpose. Of, 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 the, three, of the three, he does the best. He wasn't there to actually wrestle. He was there to... He was there to be a prop. To be a prop. He was there to be utilised by Sonny Kirsten. He was there I'm to be right. utilised by Orange Cassidy. And he was used, and he was used well. And yeah. He got Sonny and Orange Cassidy over, which is the only reason he was there. So he was a well-used... I'll, I'll, I'll accept Tommy in that one circumstance. The other two, no, never again, please. You've now got a lot more people on your roster. Thank you, and goodbye. For me... Um... Obviously, watching dipping in and out of WWE for since I was like ten. Double or nothing was the first one where I actively made a point of watching it, rather than just like I'll watch it when it's rerun or whatever. I'll catch it eventually. Yeah, like when I watched WWE when I was younger, it was because my brother watched it. I watched. It. I was never a big fan. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't have gone out my way to watch it. Um. With the pay, with the pre-show, or what's the other time just just doing the battle royale for now. Yeah, yeah I'm just. I'm, oh, okay, sorry, we're generalising. Yeah. Carry on. What's what's the term Vince uses for pre-shows? Because he hates the word pre-show. I don't know what term he uses. Because WWE just call it pre-show. Mm. They don't anymore because he hates the term pre-show. Because okay. but the label on the network is pre-show. Yeah. yeah, but he hates that term because it makes you seem like you don't need to watch it. And he because you don't. Because it's pointless. I know, but yeah. the point he's trying to make is he'd rather people watch the whole thing, if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't want people on that show to feel any less. It's not a pre-show, it's... Which is impressive by Vince's usual... Yeah. Kick, kick-off <laughs> show. Oh, okay, kick- oh, yeah, they're called kick-offs. Not- yeah, he calls them the kick-off show because he doesn't like the idea of being called pre-shows because people on the card feel lesser than mm. they should be. But they feel lesser anyway. Yeah. But so Vince Pre-show does point. imply, like... This is sort of on to warm everybody up, yeah. get the crowd going. So when the main event kicks in, the crowd are already pumped. pumped. Whereas kickoff does imply like we start now. Yeah. So I get the kind of I get his the logic. use of it just doesn't twist. work. No. But the pre-shows for the WWE pay-per-views, I think, consistently for a while now, have been meh. The issue is there's not... too much talking then. That like the battle royale to half an hour of an hour pre-show and then we had another match which took 15 yes. minutes so it was 15 minutes for them to plug how you purchase the pre-show yeah. how you do blah blah blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, whereas a WWE one it's kind of reversed we might get 15 to 20 minutes of wrestling on an yeah, hour yeah it's yes. all just all plug, general plug, plug. chat and um, plugging for me with the Battle Royale it was a case of 
I know you said that you you didn't care much about Billy Gunn and all this, but it was more the fact they were making a statement. They were just like, yeah, we've got people like Billy Gunn in the ring. Mm. This is our first. We've got enough of a pull to get them to just do a guest spot. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Gunn works for AEW. He's a, he's a, he's in the creative. Yeah, but the fact yeah, that he's, he's signed them in the first this, place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And even like when you get in people that are just going to come in and be utilised in a specific and take a way, bump. like um, on, uh, is it on? On Anderson. Oh, let's talk about Double A later, though. Oh fuck yeah! Part two that again. Part two. Um, but like they've he but wait, he he, he, he wait, it's very fucking unlikely he'll ever be back. Mm. But you can get him. AEW have enough pull to get guest spots and to use wrestlers in a token way just to push their regular stuff forward. They've got and they showed that immediately. They've got wrestlers Royale. of Hall of Fame caliber to take bumps, which I doubt WWE could pull off now, mm. especially in how they treat Hall of Fame as a, to a degree. Yeah. They're either like, you either do a full match or you're just... We'll, we'll use you to pull a crowd. AEW just went, right, by the way, we've got these guys signed for just do creative stuff. Well, it's going to be like just there. Just Orange Cassidy's going to just do unbelievable kicks to Tommy Dreamer. It's a massive fuck you to Vince. Yeah. Uh, also, if you can if, get if Tommy the... Dreamer to imagine that conversation, like Cody going right, Tommy. So basically, we 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 want you to get two guys over. One's a piece of piss. It's going to be hilarious. He moves like a sloth. And he's going to just kick you on the ankle and it's going to be this big fucking pop and it's going to be hilarious and you get to shove him and then he'll pop back up and then he's done. The other one, imagine having felt, yeah, you're going to get a guy in hot pants mm-hmm. twerking your face <laughs> and then piston your face into his butt. They managed to talk him into doing that. Like, how the fuck do you talk somebody of that calibre into doing something that's silly? And it's it's purely it's literally a grab of like listen we're going to use you to do this because we want these guys to go over and we're not going to like we're not expecting you to do a full match we're not expecting you to jump through hoops for us but just we do this and get these guys over and then you can fuck off and go backstage and we'll pour you a drink and you've done your job it's and they pay for it and it's they're I think because they're being more sort of they're showing they're being, humility yeah they're be, they they're more concerned about the product as a whole they're not going to just use hall of famers to get butts on seats because they know that their own roster is enough to get butts on seats if it's the... used well and so they're using like the these kind of icons they're using of the, the hall wrestling. of famers yeah. to get the indie guys over so that the hall of famers can just stop there and then and it means that you're not going to fall into a and it's something that we've we've spoken about kind of privately and in other things that we've planned for this podcast WWE have a bit of a nasty habit of using their icons and their Hall of Famers to death and using them when they need to have already been stopped used. Like Undertaker, there's matches that he's been kind of pushed into doing that he should not have been pushed into doing. And I think it would have been... The, the, but pairing him with Roman, Roman was closer to an AEW use of an oh, yeah, yeah. icon, and that made sense, and it worked, and it made mm. him it made him and Roman look good, and it got Roman over in a very cool way, and it it rejuvenated take things, that take a, a bit, and it rejuvenated Roman a bit because we were we were still sort of like. I think there was an element of the crowd that was still pity cheering him because he's come yeah. back from yeah, okay. treatment, and then all of a sudden you were just you were back on board. You you were putting to bed that Joe was poorly, 
and you were back on board with like Roman's fucking awesome because they used Undertaker well. And I think AEW have come out of the stalls, like, you know, the, the gun's gone off, they're going straight for the finish line, already saying, we're not going to do that. You can see that by the way that they've used those. I know that, like, I agree with you to a degree, there was not necessarily any necessary reason for them, apart from Tommy. Tommy was used incredibly yeah, Tommy's well. Used, well and if that's how they're going to use it, and, and um, Arn Anderson, again, utilised extraordinarily well, which is a part two conversation, I'm very aware, so I'll try not to skip to the end, but the times that they are using these icons are being used way more strategically and way more intelligently and way more considerately of these older guys that can't hold up against these yeah. younger guys in the ring. They're showing they're respect. Physically, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're giving them a, a bit of respect. Yeah. They know they're still important and they know they still have bang. You get these guys come out and the crowds go fucking apeshit. When Arn Anderson came out and it all yeah. out, that's the crazy. crowd went absolutely yeah. fucking insane. So we've, but, we've still got love for these older guys but AEW seem to be treating them in a way that doesn't diminish our love for these older guys, which has not been the case with other brands because like, you see them being used wrong and they you, you start chipping away at something that was so fucking good because <coughs> they're being forced to do stuff as if they're still in their 30s and they're not. They're in their 50s and they're in their 60s and they're, they're not as in shape as they are. And you're not going to get on Anderson to keep up with somebody like Hamman Page. Oh, God, no. So why put him in a match with him? Don't use him strategically. Use him cleverly. Get a pop. Let him fuck off. Dropping him before Straw and drums him. Son of a bitch. Two points. First of all, Glacier and Undertaker are not Hall of Famers. What? No, but I didn't Undertaker say Undertaker icons. Hall of Famers Hall of Famers and icons. Glacier's never going to be a Hall of Famer. No, Glacier's not going to be a Hall of Famer. I had a second okay, point. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> also, I know that sounded like WWE bashing. This is... Not aimed at anyone on this podcast. Just clarifying a point. We are also aware of other companies. Impact! Mm. Use legends massively incorrectly. Rob Van Dam! <laughs> Sabu! Rob. However, Natalie doesn't watch Impact and is unaware of how badly those two have been used because they got put against the damn Lucha Brothers. Oh dear. Yeah. So... We're aware WWE aren't the worst. No, they it, do was track. Just, it was a good, easy reference, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, I think and their last all of two the... movies have, of icons have been really good. The Undertaker one, which we said, yeah. and the Goldberg Ziggler from Summer Slam. Goldberg Ziggler, they finally got phenomenal. it. They but figured it's taken out how them to... too long to get there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They started doing damage to the Goldberg. reputation of Goldberg and the reputation and... of Taker before they've gone, oh, actually, we don't need to force these guys to be doing this shit anymore. Yeah. Mm. No. To make a, an extension of what you were saying about Arn Anderson, um, I think the best thing that AW have done with the legends and the icons is they've used them intelligently because they, they've realised there's going to be an entirely new audience yeah. discovering wrestling because of AW. Yeah. People, I'm not going to lie, I didn't, I wasn't fully aware, I knew of Arn Anderson and I knew his... Oh yeah, the Four Horsemen before our yeah. time in general, but maybe... As, Maybe you might be... I remember the four Yeah, yeah. after watching that... I love the two grey old people in the room. (laughs) We're slightly more aware of these guys. I didn't didn't, didn't think you would be aware because you didn't watch wrestling as a kid because you grew in a house of girls. So didn't really bother with WWF. I was more referring to him because I know he watched. Mm. Yeah, I know me and Strum were a bit... 
We're a little bit younger, so we kind of missed. Um, But yeah, it made me, once that match had finished, I actually went back and Googled on Anderson's relevance. And and, and and, then you realise then, you've got Tully Blanchard, who was in Shawnsby's corner, who were a tag team, and and it it all works. You go back and then you start watching where they've come from. So they've they've been intelligent with it. They've, They've gone, this is where they are now. This is where they can... They did make a direct uh, reference. They referenced the four horsemen and the tag team. Yeah, on the actual show, they said, "Oh my God, look, it's 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 tag team buddy from the past, come back to set him right." Blah blah blah, and they they give you enough information to make you go, "I know what to look for." Yes, and then go back, and then but you do you want to look for it? That's what I mean. They they're giving sort of a tip of the that, cap to that, the guys who came before because without the guys who came before you don't have what's happening now. They're opening up the vaults to a new audience. Oh, 100% apart from from Glacier. <laughs> I, I, I can't defend it. I can I can agree with you Billy Gunn for yeah, Hall of Fame legend of, the, legend of the Attitude Era. Billy Gunn makes sense. Tommy Dreamer was you smart. It was making sense. Yeah. Arn Anderson is on a later episode of this podcast so I'm not even going to mention him ever again after this point. <laughs> But made sense. It makes sense. Glacier, they meant nothing about his past. They literally went, the legend Glacier. Glacier flopped around like a dying fish for the <laughs> amount of time he was in the ring. And then he was not in the ring. He was yeah. just, uh, look, we've got a legend. That was a bit of a look what we can do. Yeah, yeah thank but, you. But for me. But I suppose that's a bit of a, I don't know, maybe that was. It's unnecessary showbiz. Had you yes, heard of Glacier? Have you heard of Glacier before AEW? I was aware, but I, I didn't hadn't. care. Had you? Yeah. No. Yeah. So we've got a fifty percent who'd kind of heard of Glacier. The youngest and the oldest both had not. <laughs> I ah, technically I'm the oldest. Okay. I the one who's been watching wrestling the longest <laughs> also had not. I would beg to differ. The fact that it's not the fact that. He was wasted, or what? Like he's, he doesn't deserve a place in there, or anything he like doesn't. that. Anything mm. like that. I think it's pure down to the gimmick. Like you've got people like Orange Cassidy in there. You've got the guy with no legs. You've got you've got all these. And I know we weren't going to mention it, but the, the Ring of Honor thing. You've got Joey Ryan, who has got the one of the greatest gimmicks of all time. I think you've had to mention my dream, man. I know, but I know it makes him when you throw pretend it when you throw in a gimmick like Glacier, it's for want of a better phrase, it's a breath of fresh air. You've got something that little bit crazier and a little bit daft. Yeah, it's not brilliant and it's not perfect. It probably doesn't suit the match well, but it's in there and you've got... It's that thing that's something for everyone. Like, Can I can I square with you 100%? Yeah. I looked, When he did the stupid mist thing, I yeah. went, who the fuck is this knockoff Tajiri? <laughs> I said that out loud on my own. Who the fuck is this knockoff to Jiri? The mist isn't even green. The flip of that, I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Opinions. Like arseholes, Sam Strawn has one. <laughs> I... There's a... Coming from the wrestling world in the sense that I'm a backstage member, I... No, it's not a brag. It's just a plug, 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 plug. plug. Oh, Strawn also name drops some product places. Yeah. Just no, saying. it's just it's always refreshing to see another gimmick. Like in a world where there's there's got to be like what millions of wrestlers. Probably. When you think about this, how many indie promotions in every country? Yeah. 
There's got to be millions. To come oh, out with something who, that's so unique. But it's yeah. a jury, doesn't matter. <laughs> Shall we move swiftly on? Yeah, we're just going to... You seem to be going in circles, eh? <laughs> so, yeah, Hangman Page won the, uh, the double or nothing. Uh, if you haven't guessed by the fourth time we've told you, <laughs> Hangman Page 100% won. So from there we go to where? As I said, super bad! Canadian. Oh, shit, yeah. Versus the Panda Club, Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah, because I got pissed off by Sammy Guevara. Actually, name, because Kasabian are super bad. Kip, <laughs> Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. Uh, as a UK gentleman, Kip Sabian is one of my favourites. I like Kip Sabian. He does How many stone does he weigh? Yes. He doesn't tell me the <laughs> He goes in pounds, that's unfortunately. What, that's why I love Havoc. Yeah. Havoc is in 14 stone. <laughs> And How every... much is that in pounds? <laughs> uh, like 185? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Havoc, fiercely British, till the day he dies. Yeah. Which will probably be in about two months. Yeah, actually, that's a fucking valid point. However, Kip versus Sammy, which is the relevant point we're trying to make, was a great match. Really great match. Yeah. I the just flips. don't... I don't care for either of them. That's, I think that's my biggest issue. Like, if I don't get on the back of one of the... That sounds good. <laughs> wow. Strong um, likes getting on the back of many men. Yeah. Many, many, many men. If many, I can't... Men. Again, I excuse the terminology. If I can't get behind one of them, I just can't... I don't know. I can't engage with it. And neither of their personas and gimmicks and anything like that, I just... It hasn't engaged with straight away. Like, the Battle Royale, straight away, I was like, hangman, yes, uh... No legs guy, yes. Orange Cassidy, yes. All of them. Luchasaurus, fuck yes! Yes. Kip Sabian and Superbad, and Superbad, and uh, Sammy Guevara. I got straight on with Kip. Sammy took me another match to kind of get on board with. Yeah, they're just the the mid-card for me, the jobbers, but I think think Kip's going to be up the card. Oh yeah, I look forward to being proved wrong, don't get me wrong, but... Sammy, I think you might have a point, I think... I yeah, they, because for, I don't see where he fits. Don't get me wrong; I can't wrestle anywhere near as good as they, those guys can. But for me, their job is their mid card. They flip for days. Yeah, but so do a lot of people. Uh, Alex, you have opinions on Superbad versus Panda Man? Do I? Uh, <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> do you have opinions? Um, I thought it's from that. I thought you said uh, like I'd spoken earlier. Or something. Oh no, no, just question. I didn't. I, I didn't catch much of the um, pre-show. No, this is main event. Oh, is, is it main no, event? No, this one's still pre-show. Yeah. I'm just throwing in, I had Frank on it. Um, the guy that did the 619 is called Dustin Thomas. Dustin Thomas. There we go. He's my Thanks, boy. Thanks, Frank. So, yeah, no, I, I didn't catch uh, this. There was a brief glimpse of that um, sort of gloss over of it in a review, but beyond that, no, unfortunately... <laughs> Uh, it was main events of the stuff that I'm more caught. It's okay. Um, it was all right. Like, yeah, I've got no, no kind of really strong opinions about it. I, I thought it was, was interesting. A really good introduction to both gentlemen. Yeah, it was. I think that's. I think kind of um, across the board for the first couple of um, shows, you got really good introductions to. Who people were, what they were about, what they're going to be doing. They've set up kind of hints or nods or outright beefs with people that you know are going to be storylines moving forward when they eventually go on air and they're doing their regular TV slot. 
think they've been very good at doing generalised intros to people. And I think this match was a really good example of that. Like you got a good idea of what they were about and what they can do and mm. what they might do moving forward. And it, what, it was, it, I don't think I was bored at any point for the whole pay-per-view. Like, I, no, c- categorically, I wasn't. I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Like, no, the, the whole pay-per-view. The whole pay-per-view. Like, Double or Nothing was just fucking extraordinary from beginning to end, including the buy-in, which was impressive for me because I think we'd watched the last few pay-per-views we'd watched for other brands up until... There's we, always a lull. Yeah. And in future AEW pay-per-views, there's a definite lull in at least one match. Mm. In each individual one. I think it was a really, really good. All guns yeah, double fired. It yeah. was they went out hot and fast, yeah. and it was good. Uh, Kip Sabian won. We didn't mention that. Spoilers, if yet again, if you've not watched and chose to listen to a podcast and then listen to the battle royale bit and then got to and, this point, and carried on. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say spoilers anymore. There's just going to be spoilers. But yeah, Kip Sabian won. Great times. We're hard by all, apart from Johnson, who didn't really watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving to the main show, and we're opening with my best friends and yours, the best, best friends, friends, against Angelico and Jack Evans. And Helico. And Helico. Oh, my God. One of the, I can't remember which um, commentator, I think it was Golden Boy, tried to say Angelico last night. Well, I oh, yeah. watched Saturday it last night, night yeah, Saturday yeah. night, but I had to catch up. Um, no, it wasn't Saturday night. It was. Um, it was because we. Yeah, Saturday night. Was... No, no, because we watched. No, that's what I'm saying. I watched it, was it last Saturday night. night. But yeah, but it, it wasn't on... Saturday night. Yeah, it was Saturday night. night. No, was it? it yeah. Was... Shut the fuck up! Not... Let me finish <laughs> my sentence. Is it on fight for the fallen? Bitch, no! if you let me finish my fucking sentence. Golden Boy was on fight for the fallen. I'm just going to. No, he wasn't. It was Vingy. Can we just? It was Alex Mokles instead. Yes, it was. I've just... covered his mouth because he's being fucking useless. Alex Marquez did double or nothing and did Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Golden Boy did Fight for Fest and all out. Mm. Hence why only like 50% of the commentary AEW does. So, um, am, I allowed, am I allowed to finish my sentence, sorry, yes. bitch? I do apologise. Sorry, I had to correct him as well because he was just being rude, interrupting you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, one of them. I think it was Golden Boy that did it and um, tried to say... Angelico, and he was like, and Angelico, um, Angelico, and it was just really <laughs> obvious, but it was kind of cute that he at least, like, he didn't just commit to the mistake, yeah. he went, oh, now I've fucked this up, fuck it, I'll fix it, and they went with it, and I, li- I quite like it, I like the commentary team now. In- intercepting just before we move on, Golden Boy has made the move from watching esports to professional wrestling commentary, and has done such a phenomenal job. He's good. He it was on double like... or nothing, so this point isn't relevant. No. However, because it of is for later. It is for later. I just need, I just need to praise him. It just my... seems like genuinely excited oh, yeah. to be there and be. But he's kind of like, like the antithesis of JR. JR knows what he's on about, but sometimes he sounds like, oh, I don't really want to be here. Seen this yeah, exactly. I've been doing it actually for a so. He's still, a, he's still really funny, though. Whereas Golden Boy is kind of uh, between them. Golden Boy's excited, but possibly lacks that wrestling knowledge a bit. Yeah. And then you've got Excalibur, who is the best of both worlds. Just so good. Um, Yeah, so Best Friends versus Angelia and Helico, sorry, and Jack Evans. 
Chuck Berry and Chucky Taylor are the best things in texting wrestling Sexy right Chucky now. knee. Sexy, sexy Chucky T with his sexy Chucky knee. <laughs> it's like, the most ludicrous. Well, like, I've heard some. Just how many gimmicks AEW actually have? Oh, man. Oh, it is kind of widespread, yeah. but like sexy Chucky knee as a name for a move. Yeah. I remember your face when you first heard that. You I was just like, Chucky what the fuck have I You were You were the white guy blinking, just like, mm. Okay. The funniest thing about Sexy Chucky Knee is it is it even performed by Sexy Chucky T. Trevor Ray hits the Sexy Chucky Knee. Of course. <laughs> Instead of Sexy Chucky T. Wow. It's just... Has so so Sexy Chucky T ever re- received a Sexy Chucky Knee? No, because him and Trevor Ray are best friends. Why well, no, because no, sometimes botches happen. Well, not yeah. botches, but people get thrown in the way and things happen. Absolutely not. Sexy okay. Chucky T would never receive a Sexy Chucky Knee. I was gonna say, because Trevor Ray is his best friend and they hug. All the time. Why does this sound like Dr. Seuss all of a sudden? Yes. (laughs) Sexy Chucky T and his sexy Chucky Chucky knee. I do not like sexy Chucky (laughs) knees. I like green eggs and ham. Uh, Again, really good match. Demonstrated Mm. all of the flips. Yeah, it was quite a... a, It was... It says about a TV show, but... You know what I mean by it was a very visual match. Yeah, yeah. it was all well, it's, it was it's, acrobatic, um, visually engaging. Yeah, there was no, yeah. It's, it's not really any story to the match. No, it's no. literally. It was show. Flip, flip, it was showboating. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 showboating is more what I'm. Yeah, it's, like, it's all aerial and it's all yeah. gymnastic and athletic and it's very yeah kind of high octane and fast paced and there's lots of jumping around and there's lots of rope work and yeah. it was just it was it was very engaging it was it was good for anybody with AD like oh, yeah. attention deficit disorder because so. it was just something was constantly happening uh, um movement some, some of the matches are a little bit less like that i think there's a really good balance between yeah. the ones that are really kind of just like everything's there's matches for your eyes and then there's there's matches where you just sat there like holding something trying not to see everything but you can't look away and you're not comfortable because they're just fucking brutal and the thing and it's slightly we'll come back to the point naturally i'm going off on a tangent (laughs) but um but i've noticed more that the women's matches are just as fucking brutal as the men's Mm. like some of the stuff is happening so stiff yeah, <laughs> and so are all the men. Early one, but the the women's match. Apologise for that. <laughs> again, I don't want to kind of go on to all out yet because I know that we're going to talk about it later. But the all the all out match, I think there was a distinct improvement in the women's matches because they were just they seemed a bit more. They were just brutal and they were they were gritty and they were nasty oh. and they was just a bit more kind of like they weren't just being prissy sassy girls. They mm. were there to kind of do slaps and go, oh no, and squeal. Like there was there was kicks to the face that just yeah. made me really fucking wince. Like Britt Baker probably got used the next day to reset some teeth. Um but after it's just yeah, after after She was too busy arguing with Adam Cole on Twitter. Yeah. He set up a gaming a gaming station in their house. Britt Baker and Adam Cole are a couple. For those who were not informed. Mm-hmm. I wasn't until I Googled it. I was like, oh well that's uh... Hence the Will Osprey I'm yeah, yeah, and I had to Google both things at the same time when I was watching Fight for the... However, surely Bea Priestley is taller than Will Ospreay. I'd imagine she's somewhat younger as well. Cause no, they were both very early 20s. I was going to say she's 23. She's so terrifying. She, he, she he scares terrifying. the shit out of me. They are both very Get frank on it. Bea Priestley. Bea Priestley. Bea. B-E-A. B-E-A. Bea Priestley. What? Bea Priestley. Bea Priestley. Bea Priestley. 
Yeah, but back to our best friends. Best friends. Again, very, very strong match. So, hang on, I've just, Frank's just handed it to me. Is this Bea Priestley? That's the badger. Yeah. Her right. hair's, um, she's got um, green tips now, not red. Yeah. But and you were saying you're just scared of that one. I, I can t- see her. Sort uh, of being scary. Uh, she's, she's also very pretty. She's no, very pretty, say, she's but a, in the... In a terrifying way. In a terrifying way. But the new look, like the, the heavy bangs, I'll have to try and find a picture of her... In with a marge. With, a new, with her new hair. Um, she sort of looks a little bit more threatening somehow. It's a, it's a, less, it's mm. a less soft look because yes. you've got the really heavy blonde yeah. fringe and it's black hair and dark, like it's emerald green tips. Yeah. Mm. And there's her in the Brit, is it Brit Baker? Mm. Um, that's going to be fucking interesting. Oh, that's good. Because they, they face off, well, we'll be coming up to that one shortly, won't we? Because that's one of the first. It's number three, so it's on part two. Motherfucker. Time for the Fallen. It's oh, becoming wow. like that book. Uh, if you read a book and you read page one and read page the last page, because we're going to just need to skip the entire thing at this rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see how it ends. Yeah. So she's going out with you know I talk about Will Ospreay a lot. Cheeky uh, Nando's guy. Rings uh, a bell. Yeah. Ospreay. Oh, yeah. Now. The fact gothic Bea Priestley and Cheeky Nando's Will Ospreay are a couple <laughs> makes me happier. Than you can imagine. What also makes me happy is that we're going to just finish talking about best friends for two whole seconds. Mm. I'm going to summarise the group opinion. Great match. Did what it needed to do. Mm. Flips. Sexy Chucky T. Tremperetta. Great times. But we move on to a less great time. We move away from Sexy Chucky T and his Sexy Chucky Knee. And we move to... The SCU versus the Strong Hearts, the team of Seema, T-Hawk and Lindaman. Before um, we start, yeah. I have one point I need to make because it's going to colour everything else I ever say about SCU. I fucking hate Christopher Daniels, he's shit. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I've been sat here thinking, oh, he's going to stab me in the face because I'm just... He's so... I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. SCU is not a fucking... They've got a name as a tag team. You think it'd be and cool and hip that just It's Chris men. Daniels with two backup dudes and Scorpio Sky is objectively the more interesting member of that team. He's the most... Fucking Ksen is more interesting than Christopher fucking Daniels. I don't get the fucking Queen thing either. What's I, with the fucking I Queen don't, I don't gimmick? Get up. Yeah. I don't like... You know, when they go to all four ropes and go, I see you! Because it's so cheesy because they just stare dead in the eye and go, I see you! Like, how tag teams used to come, like, get over is they'd shout something and, like, just generically. Yeah. Like, like, for example, you had um, the Dudleys, Devon getting tables. They didn't do that to the crowd. Yeah, well, they no. pushed Devon and went, Devon! Yeah. That was it. The Hardy Boys in the ah from the yeah. top rope. They didn't shout it for the crowd. They shouted it because they were pumping themselves up, and the mm. crowd picked up and carried it. FCU is cheesy and it's boring, and it's manned by the most boring man in sports entertainment. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Daniels. I hope you never listen to my podcast. He's not the most boring person in uh, wrestling uh, wrestling entertainment. I would argue that is Peter Rebel. No, he's just no, 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 no. Pierre Avalon is way more interesting. He's just got a shit gimmick. <laughs> Christopher Daniels 
It's boring. I just don't. I'm not a massive fan of SCU. Um, yeah, you raise the point. The, they, the... they wrestle well, but like in the <laughs> ring, I, I like them in the ring. I don't like anything they do. I don't like their entrance. I don't like yeah. them pre-match. I don't like them post-match. Salud. I don't like SCU, the gimmick. I like Scorpio Sky and Scorpio Sky is amazing. Scorpio Sky is absolutely fucking incredible, and he's definitely on the list. But he's also very fucking incredible. Uh, um, strong hearts on your hand. Okay, we're okay. T Hawk. I think I, I think T Hawk was. He's not the one we've seen ever again because we've never seen. We've only seen Seema of them again. We've never seen T Hawk and Lindum again, and okay. Lindum was kind of the bold one. Yeah, yeah. So T-Hawk was the better of the three, the most engaging, but he's not done anything with AEW since. Uh, the match was fine. Bit dull. I, just, I think my main bugbear is... It, it's Christopher Daniels. The, yeah, from the get-go. Like, if this was my first introduction to SCU, and I just I found myself then going, I don't get it. This doesn't feel like a tag team to me. I don't get tag team vibes off it. it they, they're not... Like, you've got to think that like, there's people like New Day that go under a, a, a unified name and then you see them as a unit and you 80%. get a unit. Like, they don't necessarily push any one of them hard, apart from, like, until recently, because Kofi... But even though they don't push... But they still don't push yeah. Kofi over Kofi anybody else. the fact they're a trio. Fuck yeah. They're not... Uh, they're not, a, they're they're not individuals. Lead. And then you've got, like... Um, fucking, was it uh, Jurassic Express? Which is which is just silly, and you've got you've got tag teams that they're putting together, and it's individuals that are behaving and more engaging as um, a tag team than a so-called tag team. Mm. SCU doesn't feel like a tag team to me. It just feels like a glorified way of oh my god, there's an ice cream van just gone past, and Kimbo's face is lit up like he's four, and he's just discovered. No, I'm four was a Titanic musical. Like, Where the fuck is this from? Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry, but anyone who hears the ice cream man and doesn't get excited is soulless. That is true. It's, sorry, it's, you have to get excited. The ice cream man. Oh, for our American viewers or anyone that doesn't have the ice cream man, that's your own fault. Really we get sorry. ice cream delivered to our front door. American, yeah, Americans do. Do they? Yeah. Oh, well, of course they do. They're fat. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the American <laughs> audience gone? Views expressed by Alex Johnson in this podcast are not necessarily how. By the rest of the podcast. Bearing in mind, we already have an American audience. Well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, the three of you. I was going to say thank you to the three of you who actually do listen to us. Yeah. And, and our Hi Indian guys. fans. India fans. We don't know how to say hello in your language. However, we love you. Thank you very much, everybody, actually. Thank you for the, good doing the needle. Thank you for continuing. Oh, fucking hell, Johnson. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. That. I mean, Movie God means talking more about SCU versus Stronger Hearts, which is the weakest match on the card. Let's buy by a country mile. Uh, no, because there's women's matches and they were also bad, but it, it, it's sexist. No, it's all sexist because the next match is the best women's match. It just gets steadily worse from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just just a bit lackluster. Again, SCU are fine in the ring. The tag team, uh, Cesarean and Scorpio Sky, fine in the ring. Christopher Daniels is a wet cabbage of a wrestler. And there's a very clear disconnect between the fans and SCU. Is it Daniels wants to be it? Yeah. 
and he's not actually the most it person of the team. I think and because he's he was forcing it, himself. He's trying to get back. To, yeah, he's trying to get back to past glory because he was in yeah. DNA with AJ and Samojo around that time. Yeah, which would have been which, when when he was in his prime. Yeah. So it would have made sense for him to be the guy then. But then, if you're not if you're not going to be the guy anymore, then just fucking suck it up, Buttercup. Like, yeah. take it. You're yeah. not going to be the alpha all the time. And if you are actively saying you are in a tag team of three yeah. individuals and you're not going by your individual names because other tag teams do this. Yeah, some... Other tag teams go and it's it's blah, blah, and blah again. Yeah, Edge and Christian blah, blah. in the old... And, and, yeah. and Jack Evans, who we... Yeah. Ju- and Halico, sorry. Yeah. Jack Evans, who we literally just spoke about, don't yeah. have a tag don't team. Don't have a tag team name. But they you're behave right. more like a tag team than a tag team yeah. with a tag team name. Mm. If you're going to be a united front then you realistically need to behave that way and you need to showcase everybody the exact same amount of time. You need to give them all the same sort of kind of kudos and that is not the vibe you get because Daniels just comes in and does his queen shit and acts like, hi, I'm the alpha and these are just my two beta dogs. Yeah, it's like a sickness guy. It's like Miss when you had the... The Miss We said this about two days ago. It feels like a shitter version of The Miz and The Miztourage. And considering The Miztourage, that shit. says I didn't realise the people around him would call that. Did he get his... Did he watch um, Captain Scarlet as a child? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming so. He, he said, you've But you've also got to think that may not have been Miz's call. That could have been uh, created. Such so. good shit! Such good shit! But it's such good shit. <laughs> I'm saying this now. This is my own opinion. Fuck uh, Vince. <laughs> and not in a good way. Um, I don't even need to throw in allegedly that. Uh, he, he, he did his opinion. Yeah. yeah. That um, was him. Can, does anyone else have anything to add or can we move on to an actual good Let's match? Let's just hold no, on. Oh, no, just on to that point. No, I was going to add that... Don't lie here. I've got a whole bag of shh with your name on it. Don't you librarian me. <laughs> It's just, yeah, like you've said, like... This is a library. <laughs> fuck you. It's a fucking wrestling ring. Fuck off. Um, no, it's... He's trying to reach past glories. Yeah, yeah. But my biggest issue is, and so what I was going to say until I got sidetracked by the shushing, mm-hmm. um, is... The... Sorry, I couldn't <laughs> say this. Like, that had to be done. He was right there. If he's going to wrestle... On his own, when he has his one-on-one matches, don't use the use SCU, the SCU music. music. That fucking pisses me off. Use your own theme. SCU should be reserved for the tag team, not mm. for him and the tag team. It's a really good kind of indicator of how fucking up his own arse he is, because when he performs as an individual, he still uses the SCU music. That's how much he values the other members of the team. He is SCU. That's like that's Jeff the, Hardy coming down to the Hardy theme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar. Well, but at least there's it's, it's a distinction. A variation, yeah. There is a distinction. Yeah, so, um, my, I was just going to make a very swift point. Uh, he can't use his own theme because they won't like him. He has his own theme. It's called Fallen Angel. He's not allowed to use it. Get a, different Get a new one. one. I mean, yeah, that, that's the logical option, but... There's a number of wrestlers that have had more than one theme. How, speaking of Hardy, how many themes has Hardy had? Jeff on his own. He's had the two or three that he sang himself. I know he's had he had different ones when he was in Impact. I don't yeah. know. WWE, I only recall him having the Hardy Boys one and the one he's got now. I can't remember. Triple sings, H has had he more sings than Triple H has had like four. Oh, yeah. He's... Um... Two Motorhead ones on top. As yeah. Well. They yeah. are paying royalties for that man. Forever. Well, yeah. Anyhow. 
So, moving swiftly on. Uh, next up, we have the best women's match on a two-woman match card. Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki yeah. and Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Riho Abi and Ryo Mizunami. Well done on the names. I tried really hard. Uh, that, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't an easy card to yeah. read out, to be fair, so uh, high five, Brian. Yeah, that, I, I thought this match was great. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki is one of my favourite wrestlers up and coming. She is the magic girl in the baggy the one that, hammer pants. Yeah. I think she's great. Uh, Hikaru Shida was on All Out and for Riho Abi on that one. And Riho Abi is Kenny Omega's mixed tag team partner. Why do they keep telling us? Yeah. <laughs> they've mentioned that I don't know. Times. I don't know if they've mentioned that yet. Um, is she his they've, tag team partner? They've they mentioned know. it. Yeah, yeah. On, on, uh, was this an when, when show When Kenny Omega chooses to wrestle mixed tag team matches, Rio Abbey is his partner of choice. Oh my God, I did not know uh, that. I mean, I think I've taken that verbatim out of JR's mouth. Um, yeah, I thought this was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Aja Kong's a little bit slow. Uh, Ryu Mizunami, I think, is the was the bigger one in that team. But these women are waifs, so... There's yeah, the, they're all fucking tiny. They're, they're all tiny. Uh, so they kind of had a thing... Uh, Yuka and Ryo are exceptional. Hikaru's decent. I don't really remember Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura. Yeah, of the three of them, she's the one I re- of the six of them. Sorry, she's the one I remember the least of. I remember oh. her one of the most actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember this match. So um, yeah. I remember the match, but I well, remember not. I think we know Strawny's opinion on the match. I thought it was really good. Um, I remember it being a really good match, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think the issue the is fine details. There was there was definitely a disconnect between the crowds, who obviously are used to Western wrestling. Yeah, and then obviously this is a Japanese style of wrestling. Yeah. That was my issue. Like I'm not familiar with like NJPW. Both of them were from NJPW. NJPW. No, but like does not have the women's division. No, but that sort of but that stylistically. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that mean, school though. of training. I'm not familiar with that. I, I've yet to get into it, but um, it was where I sort of disconnected from the pay-per-view because I was like, I'm not familiar with any of this and I'm not familiar with the names, but it was a match I enjoyed. But again, like it's that same thing again. I don't know anyone to get behind. I couldn't yeah. engage with it. You see, that's not a slight against the wrestlers. I just, I, that's just me. Like I'm Something that I've said to you, before, like when we were catching up on these before we were going to do this recording, is that I find myself um, not always necessarily knowing who I want to get behind, and but not and not particularly caring, but not in a bad way. Mm. Like I find myself just that engrossed in it yeah. that like you'll get to the point where they're like one, two, and you, you do the little heart jump, yeah, like oh fuck, have they got it? And then somebody else does it, and you have the exact same reaction. So it's it's slightly more interesting at the minute because. I'm reacting to everybody as if I want them to win, even though if I, d- I don't yeah, know who the fuck I want to win. Yeah. I think um, this match as well this is match- very confusing because uh, Yuka has been a face since then. Rio has always been portrayed as a face. Mm. Uh, Hikaru was is kind of a face. Aja, when she faced off of Awesome Kong, was a face. So it's only really Emi and Rio we've not seen again. Uh, sorry, yeah, Rio Mizunumi. Mizunami, sorry, who we've not seen again, so how they were portrayed didn't matter. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good match, just a bit of a disconnect, and then everyone doesn't know what's a face and what's a heel, so yeah. it help, didn't help it, the disconnect. I was going to say, it did seem a bit out of the ordinary that they basically had a Japanese wrestling section in the middle. It wasn't a mixed, 
it was basically a. It was predominantly. It, 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 it was essentially it was it was like you're channel hopping through a wrestling channel. Yeah. Then you went ah oh, right I've just watched that one next and I said ah oh, some Japanese wrestling I watched that and then you cut back to the yeah, uh, Western uh, wrestling. I think this is very obviously Kenny Omega's influence on the promotion. Yeah. yeah. Kenny's very into his Japanese women's wrestling. Again, they're being really intelligent with it because you've. Like I've said with the Hall of Famers, you, introducing the market yeah, to somebody that they wouldn't necessarily have touched upon before. Yeah, you've got people who know them already, who have a dedicated fan base, and you're going from those to people who don't know it. Like I'm going to go out and say, "No, I'm just new." No, I knew on now. Yeah, so no. we're now going to go back and we're going to figure out who, who the hell they are, where they've come from, and. Oh, this I I made an argument earlier. I think Rio is the best female wrestler on the planet right now. I think she's phenomenal. I, is this the wee waif that has like the pink tutu and she comes out? The yeah, the Kenny Omega tag team partner one. I, I I think she's absolutely excellent. Um, um, oh. <laughs> and I also thought Yuka is excellent. I, I would watch Yuka wrestle. Yuka, I, I like Rio. I I struggle with. Mm. I think she, there's occasional moments where I watch her and go, "Oh fuck yeah, bitch, that's fucking sick." But I generally like and. I've got nothing against the girl. I think she's she's technically she's fucking very very good at what she does, but I just can't get behind her. I just find a little bit there's a bit of a disconnect for me, and it's not because I'm not aware of who she is, because I'm I try to come into these pay per views like really open minded, trying to be very objective about it, just looking at them on face value. What did I get from it? And for me, for her, the times that I've seen her across the pay per views that we've watched. At no point am I ever like, yeah, no, good on you, girl. Good on for winning this or good on for doing that. I just don't care. Like, I don't particularly... She just does nothing for me. Like, I don't get any spark or yeah, anything from okay. her. Like, I don't... I, like, when she do, even when she does something that's really impressive, I kind of go, yeah, that was cool. And that's it. Like, she doesn't set my heart on fire. And I think some of the other women get more of a reaction out of me, whether it's I yeah. don't fucking like them or like, yeah, fucking come on, you're badass, like, kick ass and take names, bitch. Like, but I get none of that. I find she's just so kind of twee yeah. that I don't engage with her. I think she's too twee I have to moments, engage with properly. I have moments with her, like, especially like that you can tell that she trained in the same schools as... Uh, Prince Devitt. Yeah, 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 I say that name because it's that was who he was. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's the association you can they make. Yeah. You notice a massive correlation because of the foot stamps. Yeah, not the foot stamps, but the, well, the coup de gras. Yeah, what it has stomp. become. Yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, the, the full-on the double stamp. stamp, and it shows that they've learned the same sort of schooling. That's when I'm like, oh, mm, holy hell, this girl's amazing. Yeah, but at the same time, just I'm still disengaged enough. But I think. Again, I, I can't be too proven wrong when I see more Hobbit and learn more of where she's come from. I think it just given this moment, the fact I've only seen the four, four paper, well, yeah, four mm. interviews, um, there's not been enough moments for me to go, wow, she is up there with me, for me. There's just okay. I mean, even I've, even like the single match that I've seen her in, I've really struggled. The singles match she was in was not a great showcase for her. I'm going to be... But that's that's part two. Um, is anything going to be for this part? 
the bits we've just all, said. All of this stuff that we're meant to be talking about, but <laughs> keep forgetting to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I don't think there's really much else to add to that yeah. matter. No, no, no. It, was, yeah. it was a perfectly all right it was just, match. It was a sol- the, the thing is, it was a solid match. It wasn't a bad match by no. any stretch. It was a solid match, and it got you through what you needed to, to get through. As it, it, it introduced, every box yeah, it introduced the, the people, it introduced yeah. the style, and it showed you what it could do. And it was everyone, no one went away going, oh, that was boring. Everyone sort of went, yeah, that was fun. Wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was a good match, wasn't it? That was I'd interesting. Like to see these people again, yeah. Exactly. I'd it like does what it yeah. could do. It was like, yeah, brilliant. I want to see you, you, it you. It was another AW tick box exercise, yeah. almost like, look, yeah. these are the people that we've got mm-hmm. that do this, and this is the different style that we're going to be yeah. showcasing moving forward. It's not all going to be standard westernized wrestling. Yeah. We are going to be doing these other styles as well, and here's a good example of how that works. Yeah. yeah. It was an extraordinarily well placed piece to show that we're going to be doing the Japanese style of wrestling and we're going to be seeing that kind of dynamic and it is different in the way it feels and yeah it was a really good example of an alternate route that they're going to be taking alongside this other path we're going to be working in tandem sandwiching that between events that are a bit more western funnily enough the the first ever pay-per-view introduced the style of the upcoming company yeah. it weirdly it let you know they put events on of all the different types they do with all the different styles and basically went this is what we're going to do if you like it and everyone went yeah it's good so which is why they've managed to do so many more pay-per-view since absolutely we move on to the western styled women's match uh brit baker dmd versus nyla rose versus kylie ray um, that Kylie Ray is is she the one that's no she's longer going to be yeah, yeah, she's she's like spinal problems the spinal problems have now been considered uh, well not considered but they've come out as being just hearsay um, there are Tony Collins kept it rather tight yeah sort of he's sort of been like it's an amicable split um, she's no longer with AW but people are saying she retired some people say it's mental health issues some people say it's spinal issues um, one of our mutual friends tweeted up and said that he doesn't care what she's doing now as long as she's happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever Kylie does next, we wish her the best. Yeah. However, this match wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Saying the lovely things about her. Yeah. You know, for the whole yeah, place. Exactly the way. To be fair, like, individually... The three participants the are three. very good. Yeah, individually, I'd watch all three again. Mm. Yeah. Collectively, it didn't work. Um, Nyla Rose has this problem, I think. I don't know if you two agree. They put her in triple threats. This is She's in another one later on. Yeah, she, I was going to say, I've noticed she's been putting far more multiples and singles than... Yeah. I don't think she's wrestled a one-on-one yet. No, exactly. She's got her first one-on-one. She will with her, yeah. Uh, well, she's yeah, she because she's got she's going she, for the title because she yeah. won the thing, so yeah. she's going to be in a single. But but the the point is, she's gone through how many multiples to get a chance at a single? Yeah. It's a bit, bit and but all of the oh sorry, this wasn't a felt three way. All it was four way, wasn't it? We added awesome Kong. Yeah, Brandy brought awesome Kong in. Uh, yeah, uh, now, like, but that was the thing. Brandy's entire thing was she brought awesome Kong in because she wanted not a great match to own an awesome match. Oh no. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
it just it was just fine. It kind of the, the pop that Awesome Kong got. The pop that Awesome Kong got was really cool. Awesome uh, Kong is awesome. Again, <laughs> against someone who, for me, that wasn't me trying to be punny and funny. That was. No, she's, that was just, little... she's fucking good. She's impressive. She's yeah. terrifying. Oh, well, she's just a fucking she's monster. Another one that I think's possibly the wrong side of the prime. Yeah, but she's been and used carefully. Again. Yeah, she has been used carefully. Unfortunately, a prime was. I'm going to say wasted. Yeah, it was wasted. Yeah, she it was. was wasted, yeah, yeah, that's, was. that's the issue I've got. She had a great Personal rise and impact. Went to WWE, had her issues in WWE. Got fucking wasted. I don't think... I'd, I think it was one of those situations that one could do anything about. Yeah. She had a personal... She had personal issues. Yeah, she had a personal circumstance. She was getting pushed to the moon, had a personal circumstance. WWE didn't handle it well, but I don't know how you handle that issue personally. No. To be fair, do we really know, know how to handle any issues? Like, yeah, no, they're not great issues. In let general. alone when they're more complicated or. But this was harder. you, you yeah. can get a vacation now. I know. Uh, but this was a complicated issue to deal, with. and then they tried to bring her back, and I don't think she was in it because no. the issue got handled. So she kind of just floated around the Indies. She was up. Was she not on? That wrestling show you watched? She's in Glow, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's, she's fucking in brilliant in she's Glow. She's awesome in Glow. This explains why you lot guys like her a little bit more. <laughs> she's um, um, Benefits Queen. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, she's actually she's really, really good. Yeah, I just felt like if they'd split this up and made two single matches, Britt Baker versus Kylie, Nana versus Awesome Kong, yeah, it probably would have been better for the card. Because it was literally... Nyla did a thing against the two smaller women. Smaller women. Awesome Kong stopped Nyla from getting the win. Nyla and Awesome Kong squared off. Mm. Awesome Kong did something to the two smaller women. It was a predictable Nyla. match. It was, it was predictable. It was it a felt match by numbers. It felt like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It felt like we were going through some motions. And I, it just felt like a real waste of Britt Baker, who's a, a real talent. Yeah. She, she She's going to be top of that female <laughs> yeah. card. Britt Baker by far is one of the best wrestlers on the on the female roster at the moment for me for Wade. And is unfortunately split by the lovely half other half because of the company divide. Yeah, but there's a lot of people on the roster who are in the same I don't boat. think there's that many anymore. I think people say there's a lot. I can only think of four off the top of my head. Yeah, but we don't necessarily know what's going on behind the Very true, very true. So wrestlers aren't going to tell us who they're bonking, and that's very selfish of them, because I like to fancast. <laughs> <laughs> I um, want to know who you're bonking, so I know to put on my next pay-per-view, damn it. Yes. Kim was a I, I feel like Vince now. <laughs> it's uh, such good shit, such good shit. Uh, yeah. So are we going to get a Cheeky Nando's? Um, oh, could you, a gothic Cheeky Nando's? A gothic Cheeky Nando's. A Nando killer. Oh my god. Chicken yeah. killer. No, it's not going to be a cheeky killer. It's going to be a Nando's killer. No, it's a chicken killer. A cheeky killer. Death wings. Oh my god. Oh god. Uh, I'm going to. Can we stop talking if, about this? If this podcast ever gets. I'm saying this now, folks. If this podcast ever gets to a point where we can do merchandising, you are not in charge, Kimbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I come up I know here's the deal, I throw everything out that comes into my head. No. And one out of ten's a gem. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying To be fair, now, some of the shit that he does say, people would buy the shit out of that just because it's ridiculous. Yeah. But also You can put anything on a t shirt these days and Promise me, once we reach re- if we re- if we reach episode fifty, don't contact Funko. <laughs> 
Don't ask for a Funko Pop at episode 50. When we get a little bit bigger, if we get a little bit bigger... I know a guy who makes personal pops now, mate. I'm sorted. Of course you know a guy who makes... And you say I name drop. This guy knows a guy who knows Funko Pops. No, he doesn't know Funko Pops. He just buy. He knows a guy at Funko Pops who can buy, like, just the base. And then he paints and does the base up. He made um, Oh, don't you dare fucking pull a face, fucking silly yeah, he, bitch. Like, the way YouTuber that you drop watch, names you, is offensive. I don't drop names. You drop yes, names you like I drop change. Yeah. <laughs> he, he contacted a YouTuber I watch, and he plays football manager, and uh, one of the fake players on his football manager save, he made, like, a Funko of that footballer. So he's got that. That's oh, my core. Cool. It's, it's nerdy as shit. I'm, I'm going to level, but... Imagine so, being we, a Funko Pop, though. That would be really Yeah, man. Mine would have to come with, like, uh, like, a dry white hair <laughs> so that you could change the colour of it all the no, time. Yeah. just come with a, a little box. At the, you'd get the actual box of the Funko of you mm. and another box the same size of just hairs. Yeah. Nice and it's always the same fucking length. I keep trying to grow it and it gets a little bit longer and then I dye it another colour and it shrinks again because it <laughs> breaks off. <laughs> um... I'm going to call time on this match because I don't think we've got anything no. more entertaining to say about... Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, it was Again. what it was. It was perfectly all right, but it was... It, it, I that, feel like that, Out of all of them, it was the one that was... I would have skipped... The least good. Yeah, I, if I, I went back to watch it a second time, I'd skip it. Yeah, I have skipped it. Same I went, yes I, you. I, I I'd skipped both of those matches. I yeah. watched that pay-per-view twice and I skipped that match. They've suffered, the they've suffered from that prime example where they get so far in it and it dips in the middle yeah. and they want to save. It's that lull, yeah. They want to make the best show possible at the start so you're engaged and they want to end it on a massive bang. So there's a lull in the middle. like The lull oh. is sort of almost necessary though because yeah, it makes the pop at the end a brain. bigger pop. And like, you, you react to hard. Yeah. and get drinks. That's well, that's their time. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, then you also you get, get a stronger reaction yeah, yeah, because but, it's immediately been preceded by something that was a little less yeah. invigorating. You've, yeah. you've also got to fill a, what, three, four hour show? Not at, you can't At the time that this show aired, they hadn't got a massive roster. Oh, God, no. So they were No, they pretty, did really well with yeah. who they had. Double or nothing fair. is perfect use of a tiny roster. I still insist it's one of the best reviews I've seen. It's the best years. picture of the year, 100%. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. no way WWE can match it no. now for the rest of the year because of what's left. There's no way. The, that, as much as I loved the following three, I think it's because it's that thing where if you hear a song and you hear someone else cover it and the cover or the, the version you hear after is never quite up to the original. Yeah. Because Double or Nothing made such an impact on me mentally and just made me love it as much as I... I'm an AEW fanboy and unbearable to talk to you for a <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know, I get... Sat there with his cap and his flag and his T-shirt going, yeah. I've bought the Funko, I've bought the... Bought the Funko and bought the T-shirt. As much as the rest of the pay-per-views were amazing, because it was double or nothing that got me into AEW and made me love wrestling again, it was. It, it gave it you a kick matched. up the arse, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's made me. It gave I gave the industry a kick up the arse. Yeah, it was needed as well. It was yeah. so well timed. There's been. Re- we've been a bit disappointed for a while. Yeah, there's been WWE pay per views that I've. Don't get it wrong, I've loved them. But Sometimes, none, especially the last one. Yeah. There's best WWE pay per views. There's there. been. Like, and arguably better than two of the three that followed Double or Nothing. I'm going to yeah, say the, that. Yeah, the last. 
the last time I remember jumping up out of my seat watching a pay-per-view was uh, the Hardys returning. Yeah, yeah. And one of my friends, Phil, if you're listening, you can corroborate this story because he found it hilarious. Because the moment he says it's like watching a child watch their favourite TV show. The Hardy Boys get that reaction. Yeah, but this is, like, at the time this happened, I wasn't properly watching wrestling. Yeah. I watched just the big four pay-per-views from WWE. And to hear that music from my childhood come out again, I I jumped out. I was in Walkabout in Hanley, which is our local area. Closed. (laughs) It's now closed. A venue that no longer exists. Um... I jumped out of my seat and got showered in calling. <laughs> um, and Phil, to this day, insisted one of the best reactions he's seen from someone. Because it made me feel like a fan again. It, it gave me reason to watch. We yeah. invigorated the whole thing. Yeah, and Double or Nothing is the first pay-per-view since then to achieve that. I have literally loved, I loved that entire thing. I, like I say, I watched it twice. Yeah, I've forgotten it since. <laughs> it gives me more reason to go back and watch it. When the DVD comes out or the Blu-ray or whatever the fuck, if they don't do DVDs, nah, not that. They're, they're embracing the digital age. No, they, they've they've said they're going to release DVDs. Oh, it's nice they're appealing to the old people like yourself. Well, no, if they bring it <laughs> out, fuck on you, the, bitch. If they bring it out on a <laughs> cerebral chip, the yeah. If they bring it out on a cerebral chip, I can just implant it to the side of my face and just watch it that way. Cerebral when chips will require brain cells. <laughs> Oh. Speaking of brain it's cells. It's the fact that you ignored the fact that you chip and I went there. Yeah. Your eyebrow. Yeah. Because that's where it'd live. <laughs> fucking Klondike. Yeah, but no, double or nothing for me was prick. Yeah. Speaking of brain cells, though, <laughs> uh, let's talk about someone who lost some in their match. Justin oh. Rhodes. Oh. oh! We're coming out of the lull. Bloosh. So fuck me. We've not spoke about winners for a while. Um, oh yeah. Britt Baker won the ladies' match, rightfully so. Uh, I don't remember who won the Japanese women's match. Doesn't really matter. It was great. It not matter. And SCU won strong hearts in the match. No one cared. Of course it did. And now moving swiftly back on to arguably Probably. one of the best highlights I have oh, seen. Hundred percent highlight. Hundred percent. Absolutely. I think it, across the pay-per-views as well. Match of the year. It's definitely. It's one of the. Oh, absolutely not! It got beat. Oh. It got. It's been beaten since. Oh. Maybe twice. Oh. Oh. I'd, I'd say it's in my top three Ooh. this year. It's in my top five. Oh. I reckon a WWE match is better as well. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> I, I I really liked Rollins versus Lesnar. At SummerSlam, I thought that was exceptional. That was exceptional. Exceptional storytelling. That was exceptional storytelling. However, the... the... I, I think you guys are putting the emotion above the wrestling. The wrestling brings this down. That's why it's not top three. Definitely top five. Probably. The wrestling was... Oh, the wrestling's no. fine. Cody's not fine. It's Cody amazing. Cody isn't an exceptional wrestler. Cody is a very good storyteller in the ring. Yes. Ooh. He's a very good promo. He's an adequate wrestler. Ooh, see, no, Justin Rhodes is an adequate wrestler. I am not praising his promo skills. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, great match. It was really great. Fucking match. extraordinary. The blood didn't take away from it, which you can sometimes just. Like, oh, I remember that blood bad. The blood didn't take away from it. The emotion just it added to it. Intensified it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd argue it did. Given the fact that we've not seen, given the fact that when the majority of us here watched. A match 
that involved blood. We've just seen Goldberg versus Taker. There was loads of blood. That was no, we just, hadn't. Yeah, I thought it was just that blood. Was after. That was after. Just after. Yeah. Oh. That was felt, why it, it felt, happened. It felt very coincidental that there was blood in the Well, there wasn't meant to be that much blood, was there? Yeah, yeah, it was meant to be a nick, but he sliced He was an idiot. Yeah. Goldberg fucked up. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's a throwback to Allegedly. when we watched it. It's not allegedly it's confirmed on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a throwback, especially when Johnson watched. Johnson is a mass. You were a massive attitude era fan, yeah. aren't you? Like that is what gave you reason to watch it. Essentially, it was mm-hmm. it was balls to the wall, all out aggression, yeah, and full on. Also, you get to the end well. and you're yeah. exhausted because you've just been that involved with it, and you're genuinely concerned for the the bodies of the people that you're yeah. watching and. You get that engrossing it because it stops just being uh, almost like the antithesis of the women's match that preceded it. Yes. It isn't a wrestling by numbers. No. It feels personal and it gets gritty and it's nasty and it's it's re- it's emotional. You, like you can you can sense like this feeling between it's them. Brother and it's brother v brother. Yeah. It's, it's and Cody been... coming out of his brother's shadow. I, I would argue well, on the wrestling by numbers thing, yeah. it does it does fall a little bit into that. The ending, not the promo that followed the ending, the end of the match, I thought was obvious in the build, and Cody dominating 95% of the match was going to happen. But he's the younger brother as well, yeah, yeah, so no. you're never going to... I'm not... It doesn't take away from the match. No, no, no. I'm just making the argument that you said it wasn't technically bad enough. Well, I'd argue technically it was, but it was hidden very well by the story. I'll be yeah, honest, it I didn't expected... feel it. Yes. You didn't get the yeah. feeling yeah. that it was a TikTok exactly. exercise, exactly. which I... is very easy to do like a yeah. lot of them mm-hmm. just there's obvious storylines that can go with and you're watching it going oh look oh they're doing Lara's the thing doing yeah. oh look it happened and it just feels like oh come on and it was it was an obvious route for it to take yeah but at no point in that match was I ever so fucking committed to Cody taking the win that I didn't panic when Cody got pinned yeah like I I was on the edge of my seat the whole time and reacting every single time somebody Take went a... down and d- yeah. watching that blood stream down Dustin's face oh, and yeah. and, and just, Cody yeah, just went, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like dude nice um, it was just it was fucking incredible and it was the, so intense it's the shot where ignored it. the white of his sole of his boot hits Dustin's head and you just see the red yeah, smear on his this. but no for me I, I think I may be the majority here but I am the majority of this room, but I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I, I don't understand how. Because I didn't know whether or not Dustin would have schooled Cody and just gone like, this is how we do it. The, yeah, there were okay. points in the match because where I was like, oh, they're going to go the other way an, with this. It was an attitude of a match when you think yeah. about it. it oh, like, yeah, 100% it is. And it's just, it's, that could have been Dustin going, you didn't grow up. In this, this yeah. you were just you along for the ride. Yeah, because Cody had done the whole like I'm going to end the attitude era. This is going to bury it. It's going to do it. It's done. And like it did seem like a the natural way for that match to progress was going to be Cody leads. Dustin comes back a bit. Cody eventually wins it. But AW had not been adhering to wrestling physics for a oh, lot God, of stuff. No. They like, do and they don't. He, they he choose when up, they listen. Yeah. He they, that sets up the table will go through toss. the table. Is it, it's yeah, not, it's it's not coin toss. necessarily... You don't I've never seen someone... I've yeah. always put the person through the table. No, no, no. 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 They haven't. Not Because Moxley's done it. Yeah. Oh shit, Matt. Set table. I forgot and then about he's put other, Yeah. And he's put through Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc. That one didn't apply to physics. 
the standard wrestling physics. Uh, Joey Janela set it up, and Joey Janela put Darby Allen through it. Yeah. Technically, he went through it though. So technically, no, I'm telling it. He put Darby <laughs> through it, and that's the thing. It's one of those he's things. He followed him through the table. I, I argue through, yeah. went through. Following through just like it's not the same. Through is not the same as go. Step like if you go. We're basically over semantics. We're going over semantics, but you are wrong. Um, but like the, the it, it'd be sort of, you know, oh, you, you can fucking throw at me, I'll swear right back, bitch. Just because you can't, the guys at home can't hear you flip me the bird doesn't mean I'm not going to. I, I was it. more just channeling my inner Jimmy Habit. Uh, um, but yeah, like the wrestling physics have not been consistently applied. Yeah, it's not. Consistent. So you get you get to a point where you're just like, I don't know how committed I can be to what I know is logical for yeah. this because, and then there's parts of the match where you're like. Fuck no, he's actually, it is going to be a schooling. It's going to be mm. respect your elders, bitch. Like, you might be the big guy at this company, but I'm still better than you, and I'm still your big yeah. brother, and I'm going to you teach you a fucking lesson. You may be VP, lesson. but I'm your big brother. Um, yeah. It's, it, was, it was Vince. Just, uh, oh. No, it was Bane. Mm. You were not, you think you own the dark? <laughs> I was born into it, molded by it. It's not, <laughs> yeah, that works really well because of my mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of really... Get, and I, I still can't watch the end of that match and not get you really girly yeah. about him speaking Your to his Your uterus flares up and you just... Yeah, cry. it's the one time... I, like, I do so well. Like, I'm not the, the female of this group. No. Any other time. I'm not going to lie. Is I cried my you. eyes out. I didn't cry. I, 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 oh, I, I got really... I didn't cry on Oh, no, I've been... I've got I've choked. I've outgilled Kimbo. <laughs> I, I got choked up. I was like... I cried. But I watched it, it without watching the match. You showed me the end before I watched the match. So it kind of yeah, no, I yeah, it had all because it. it was it was a, it was a really intense match, and it did. It wasn't like a ten minute squash thing. Mm. It was brutal, and it took. It felt like it took a lot longer than it did as well. Yeah. Like you felt like you were watching yeah, it for like two fucking hours, and you were but not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you but didn't like, drag. You just no, it no. just felt like you'd got a lot of fucking value for this yeah. fucking matchup. And it was you a got, war you of attrition. Time, yeah, you got to the end of it, and you've been that emotionally invested and that inte- like, like just sat on edge for the whole thing that then by the time he, he got to the point where he's going I don't need a friend I need my big brother mm-hmm. and he chokes saying it and I just was like oh my fucking god that's it why I'm done you, why, yeah, why, like, why have you done that to me you've caught me in the fields and I'm ginger and have no heart so I shouldn't be reacting but I'm there with a tear rolling down my face yeah no I, with that match I did love how they could have gone to WE with it and and gone, you know, it's it's building up for a, a, a thing, you know, they could have built up before. But what I like, it was very, it did very much feel like um, how siblings act. It was like, yeah, we're going to kick each other's ass and no one else can do it. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm beating my brother up. Anyone else, if you touch it, I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you. And, and, and they've and done that movie, they've not done like it, they've, yeah. they've ended, they've up, been, ended together. up together. And, but that's what I like. It was basically like, uh, they didn't need to build it up. It was brother versus brother, as brothers do. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna kick it. We're gonna have fun, kick each other's ass. But then other people are gonna get a, get a Barney on us, and we're just gonna go, no, yeah, fuck off. He's mine, not yours. Yeah, yeah. It was and I so, love, yeah, I love how well it was done. That it was, it wasn't, you know, sort of two people against each other, and then they finally reconcile. It was all through brother. It was two people just having a go at each other, and at the end, they're like, "Just like, well, we're still brothers, aren't we?" And it's like, "Yeah, come on." Yeah, it was it was so beautifully crafted and so beautifully done. It was just it was excellent storytelling. Yeah, yeah, and it was perfect down to the T for me. 
like I said, by far for me, I know Kimbo disagrees, but by far the match of the year for me because it is what made me realise how much wrestling can engage someone and how yeah. only physically engaging when you sit there and you're, like, you're on the edge of your seat and you're jumping up and down. Yeah. The fact that at the end of the match, I cried my eyes out at the, how he well, goes. because you've got a, a uterus. That, I, that as well, but the fact that he... <laughs> I love that you like, yeah, but irrespective <laughs> yeah. I can't argue the fact that I'm not the other girl in the group. <laughs> own girl. Other, I was going to say only. Oh, no, there's two girls in this group and I'm neither of them. Yeah, and I'm not the other one yeah, either. It's Kimbo than me. <laughs> I didn't cry at a wrestling match. No, you, you had it out of context. You'd have cried like you a bitch. You choked up. You'd have cried like a bitch. If you if you'd got to that point after watching the full match for the first time and you'd not seen that end bit, you get to the end and you are just that drained from having jumped around like a twat the whole thing that you get you see the the thing that triggers you is there's a shot on Dustin Ray's face in the corner and he, he looks glanced, like he's going to call he, glanced, he glances down. Like I'm done. And he covers his face because he gets emotional as Cody's still talking. And then it cuts back to Cody and it's that it's that it catching in his throat and you can hear it catching his throat. And you know that it's not just the storyline. No, you know that he's sincerely, he's, he's sincerely reaching out to his brother and he's realising kind of the gravity of this moment. Mm. He's in a position now where the two of them get to do this and he's, he's managed to have a match with his brother where, again, it's intelligent use of an iconic wrestler that we've all known for years and years. That's and a Dustin, reinvention of the man. Dustin Completely got reinvented. And, and he they've wasn't got full creative control. Yeah. There's and no he knows that his brother wasn't used it. well. He wasn't used well. Goldust, Goldust was, was not... used well in parts. Not towards the end. No. Like, there's parts of Goldust's career he can look back on with real pride. And Absolutely. It. But there's also a lot of moments that he must look back on and feel a bit bitter. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And now and Cody only to... has betterness for WWE because that's that that's a career absolutely wasted. Absolutely. And also, imagine having your action figure released, the alternate action figure, and what does he bring out? A fucking alien. The Stardust action figure is an alien. Wow. Imagine your face when you find out. Oh yeah, my royalty check will be. Pe- oh wow. That's what I'm getting paid for. Mm. It's a fucking grey <laughs> with massive blue eyes and a fearful suit. But kind of outside of that and looking at this match, I think the the emotional reaction that you see for both Dustin and Cody at the end of that match-up, it felt... And I don't even think, like... I think felt seems like the wrong word because that implies that like, you can it question it. But it was genuinely, it was sincere. There's... A love between them two, and they respect each other profoundly. And it was just a moment that it felt a bit voyeuristic watching them yeah. because mm. that was a private moment between brothers. This, is, like, this is like, yeah, it felt really private, like him reaching out to his brother and that engagement where he's saying, like, I want my big brother there, and Dustin being able to kind of Dustin's just sat in the corner, blood streaming down his face still, and. Sobbing his heart out, and then they hug it out at the end, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" Like you've gone on this. We've been watching you do this thing, but for you two, this is a massive journey, and you've got to a point now where you've you've done what exactly what you want to do, and you're going forward, and you're doing things your way, and you've really had to fight for this, and you almost see the relief out of them that that match ends, and he does his little 
mini promo to set yeah. up for the next thing where they're going to work together. Yeah. And it's a, it's all, at the end of the day, it's a fucking, they're cutting a promo, but it and is, Kobe it's that, it, oh, fucking, fucking good promo. promo. The promo before the match, we've not mentioned this. Whoa! What a build-up, it's... Woo, woo, woo. Oh, oh shit, yeah, no, it's the... Yeah, yeah, it's breaking. and he's in the chat. It, oh, it's Cody's the only one who talks. Dustin doesn't speak throughout it. No. And you, you just watch Dustin paint the red on and Cody... And close the box on yeah. the old stuff and it's all very... It's Cody, It's like Dustin saying, this is the end, mm. unless I win. And Cody's like, I'm fucking ending you. He says it's the end of the road, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he says it's the end of the road, which is great to put on the surname as well, by the way. Um... Rush Road. Both of them do crossroads as well, don't they? Yeah, in the yeah. match, which I thought was. But they both cool. do variations of the uppercut, which I think is brilliant. Like, but just it, it, it was great watching. As a, yeah, yeah, I can't even the, I can't even enunciate what I want to say. They just they, yeah. I w- I would like to I'll add one more glorious. point for our warm-blooded male and other lady-loving viewers. Brandy Rhodes in this match. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for that woman. Sweet Mary Jane on. The list. Mm-hmm. Was she was she the one in the see through gold sparkly it was, stuff? Um, was it a, it was the nude, nude one. Suit? It was, yeah, 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 that's the, the nude suit. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't the nude suit was um, when Cody's fighting thingy for the WCW title. Ah. Um, oh, for, I thought she wore the nude one on this one. No, uh, did she, no, she, no, she, did she, she recycle it? No, she wore the nude one for this. And then for Darby Allen, she wore the gr- blacky thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. With she does stuff. a lot of costume changing. And then yeah. for, and for all, all out, it was just the six of seven and nine. Oh my God, you yeah. fucking heathen. Seven of nine, not six of I've seven. I've got six, nine. one, nine in my head. Can you, can you at least Seven of nine. Seven of nine. She dressed Jesus up as Christ. seven of nine and it was oh, very yeah. fucking Even sexy. with the, uh, the metal. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sploosh. Sploosh. Seven of nine. So as well my as... inner Trekkie was having a massive seizure because I was like, I'm watching this for that. the Trekkie reference. And, and anyway, we're divulging. <laughs> as as well as being an incredibly beautiful woman, incredibly beautiful, Brandy Rhodes. She's also got a great personality. Just put it out there for the. For oh, by all accounts, like everyone I know who's met her, like, she's amazing. Yeah. Like, we're not Ed Sheeran here. We're not in love with the shape of you. I Sorry. mean, I am, but not the argument. The Bionic Spear is really good. Yeah. yeah. It's better than Edgar's Spear or the Cuddle. His struggle cuddle. The Cuddle, yeah. Because <laughs> it wraps it round you. It goes, oh, you get oh, with one arm and then probably grope with the other. Yeah. Like, but me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. <laughs> it's hard affection. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a snu- it's a struggle snuggle. Everyone's spear is better than Edgy's spear. Let's be honest. If I speared someone, it would probably work out better than Edgy's spear. And you have been speared. I'd say I've been to the top three spears I've seen. Her I've spear seen is fucking That bionic exquisite. spear is fucking next level. The only two better are Roman and Goldberg. I've only been speared by three people in life, and that's... <laughs> that's, a, that's a sentence no human outside of professional wrestling should be able to say. I've only been speared by, like, three people. people. Yeah, the fact is... Again, I've been chopped by four professional wrestlers, so... <laughs> And you're not in the professional wrestling industry. I'm not even in the wrestling. But that I think more. no wrestling-related injuries. <laughs> I've been chopped in the chest by a professional wrestler. Yeah, yeah you have. You liked it. And I took it. I took it well. I took it good. You, you took it from a professional wrestler. I took it good from a professional I just had a really awkward idea. Tangents. I know, I know, I know. Just let me carry on for a second. I had a really awkward idea then for a parody song. <laughs> Shug chopped a girl and she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. Bad for wearing a t-shirt. Oh. Can't wait and have that as a t-shirt with my great ideas. No, no, no. Have anything of Shugs is going on the t-shirt? It's double fisting. Have you seen so much of Yeah. No. Shugs pro wrestling tees. Shugs is on there. Right. He's got like twenty of the fucking things. They're all fucking extraordinary. How many? How many have donuts on? Because sugar. Oh, quite a lot. Yeah. One of them is like a shaft ripoff. Yes. Ever. It's just so fucking cool. I saw a dude in the Velveteen Dream shirt walk, walking through Hanley the other day, and I was like, I know every guy who's into wrestling in Stoke, and I didn't know you. <laughs> I was watching, for people who've seen it, watch Fisherman's Friends if you've not watched it already. It's a fucking amazing film. Isn't that a sweet? No, no it's, it's the, a film. It's um, about the guy. Oh, oh, it's that. It's that Folks, yeah. the one that looks so shite. Even people like you, I'm sorry, but you know, you watch films just for the enjoyment. If it looks enjoyable, he's gesticulating at Kimbe, by the way. He not, touched me as yeah. well. <laughs> I'm not saying you've got bad. What I'm saying is, we've got different sort of rules to going in. What I'm saying is, I, even I, people. I might finish before I. Yeah, I, I even people that base, even people that are just basically, I'll go to the cinema just to enjoy myself, sort of thing. Even people like that were going, yeah, that looks fucking shite. No, no, bear with me. It was the premise of the film was about the group, but it also shows the music industry and how much of a dick the music industry is. So it's a really interesting watch. There is that love aspect which you can sort of skip over. But there is one bit. You didn't see that wanker followed by fuck you. There is one bit in the film where they're walking through the streets of London and a kid walks behind them with a big T Justice T-shirt on. (laughs) It's like holy shit! An independent wrestler on our circuit. Is in like his merch is in a feature length film nice. in Hollywood. That's crazy. Sweet. But yeah, yeah we're Fisherman's Friends. So, Fisherman's Friends, great tangent. I don't think I've ever sucked on a Fisherman's Friend. <laughs> you sound. <laughs> Fisherman's Friends tangent officially ended. The discussion <laughs> on Cody and Justin also oh. officially ended. Yeah. Oh, where were we? Yeah. <laughs> Moving. Swift. Oh, Cody won. We didn't say it. We implied it heavily. Cody won. Cody won. And the promo and it was at the glorious. end. And, and the promo, the promo. Yeah, we did go on to the promo at the end. Yeah. Oh, Strong cried. Everyone else got a bit emotional. Alex didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie cried. Alex has little to no heart. I have seen teaspoons with more emotion. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't. I think it's just I don't get your human emotions. They just don't make sense. They, they get in... in right, the... son of Sam. <laughs> oh, uh, twice in one day compared to other serial killers. I've got my own gig, you know. I mean, I, I mean I've never done anything. There is yeah, going to be a day where, like, I'm having to, like, schedule my days off and be like, OK, so um, at BC on Wednesday, I'm going to go to visit Alex in prison on Thursday. <laughs> What are the opening hours again for visitation? Yeah. I mean, it was a really sloppy clean-up job. He got to 14 before he got caught. So, uh, that is, no, that is worrying the fact that twice in less than, what, six hours, yeah. I've compared you to do it from serial killers. <laughs> that is somewhat, somewhat, somewhat worrying, mate. Yeah. I, think, I think the oh, most everyone, disturbing weirdly, thing is it's going to be is when, not if, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, weirdly, everyone knows. That's yeah. the thing. We're <laughs> yeah. just it's waiting. Ones, it's just... It's just yeah, everyone knows, and it's just whether or not I'll get caught. <laughs> I mean, I've not done it yet. <laughs> no. What everyone else also knows, Alex, <clears throat> is that the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> hey. Hey. match. What a match. It, yeah, they're fucking brilliant to watch together, aren't they? They're just yeah. extraordinary. Fight forever has never been a more applicable camp. It's just ridiculous. Just, I, I would watch every match they ever did, ever, 
on back to 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 back. On loop. Yeah, hundred percent. Pentagon Jr. is my favourite wrestler in the world right Fucking now. incredible human being. I'm sure you say that for every other wrestler. We've no, no, Pentagon that. is 100% my favourite. Goes Pentagon, Osprey. <laughs> I was going to say, where's Osprey on this list? Seth. <laughs> Pentagon, Osprey, Seth, Miz, Rusev. They're my five. I can't believe that Rusev is still on the list, but you are sat in your when Rusev day. Lovely t shirt, by the way. <laughs> Oh, there's always one guy in a wrestling t-shirt. I'm in my Napalm Death t-shirt because fuck all y'all. Kimbe rocking a Rusev day. And Strawny has got a Cactus Jack. Excellent t-shirt, by the way. Thank thank you for the years of present, mate. Thank you uh, very much. And I'm uh, rocking a cut-up Young Bucks t-shirt. Also the other person who brought their own wrestling t-shirt. The other two are gifts. Yes. I technically have bought two of the t-shirts that are being worn at this table. Yep, and I've got one. And I've not the one that you're wearing. Uh, yeah, this is the one that you've bought t-shirt. is not the <laughs> one you're wearing. That, there's only two people that will get me a napalm death t shirt that's me and me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's three more than you should have. Hey. <laughs> hey. Actually, uh, I have two napalm death t shirts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great match. Some of the spots were incredible. It's how they are on the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Like the rope work that they do. I have to, I think, with the. I've watched Double or Nothing twice pretty much all the way through the second act. There, was, there were matches that we we've established, we've skipped. There was the, um, <laughs> the, the first few down. <coughs> first few uh, down. The, the first few down. The first view. You are right there, you're coughing a bit there. I know, I, I had a tickly throat, sorry. Yeah. Um, the, f- <laughs> the first view, watched all the way through, and then I've watched it again mm. the second time and skipped a few matches, but I have gone back and re-watched just sections of the... Um, Lucha book, and yeah. Young Bucks just little snippets where I'm just like where the fuck do his feet go yeah like, the, the step yeah, go, I was going to say the flip like, yeah. I, I've watched I must have watched a handful of sequences in that particular match a good 10-20 times just because like every time I watch it I understand more what's happening <laughs> but I disbelieve more that it's possible yeah, like yeah. the more that I see it and the more I break down the physics of how they've accomplished it the less I can believe that it it actually like can be done. Show. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sense. It's, it's like a are. magic show. Yeah. You just can't... You keep watching it and you just can't follow it. It's like, wow, well, right, hang on a sec. He's about to do that. Oh, shit, where did that come from? Even if you know it's coming... You get more like, lost. Yeah. You get more, more lost the more you watch. Hang on a sec. How did his legs... They can't... You, your legs can't do that, but they did. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, sat, I'm sat there watching that. So it's like he's gone to that rope and then he's crossed over onto this one and then that leg went there and then he did that and then he back salted up. What? Mm. No, I can physically, I can, I can break it down step by step what you've just done, but. and I do not understand what you've just done. Mm. I, I've got the proof written down in front of me. I've watched it and I've watched it and I've watched it, it, and I know that it can it, and understand physically, physically how you've done it, but it makes no sense. sense. It makes no sense. No sense. This <laughs> also, <laughs> Eddie. This also moves on to a point I will make throughout these AEW talks. How the fuck are the Jackson brothers still alive? Jesus Christ. They should be dead. Absolutely. Six feet under, buried, or at least in wheelchairs. Uh, Yeah. These people are... Yeah, they should be hospitalised at minimum. There's a point point where you... There's only so many times you can go off the top rope out of the ring... And oh, fuck without it. risk, it's like every time you go off the top rope out of the ring, you risk death. And they do it every, all the time. So it's like, I'm going to say, no, 
Stop it. You do, you, and you, they don't feel always like a, land right. No, you like, feel sometimes like a mom, they land you feel really like a parent. badly. Yeah. You feel like a parent going, when you see a pet, a kid, your kid climbing a tree, say, you're like, no, don't you, oh, no, you're going to, oh, you're going to, oh, no, no, sort of thing. And then and they bounce like, off their head and you're like, oh, right, I've got no child now. Yeah, it's just like, it'll come off the thing. Uh, was it this one, uh, one of the ones where it came off the top rope but landed on, it was aiming for the outside but landed on the edge on of the, the ring. Yeah, yeah, on the apron. Yeah, on the apron. Yeah, it, it came off, landed on the apron and you just like, Oh, that's a sp- that's a snapped spine. That is because the apron is not designed to be. Well, no, it's the point for, is it's, it's solid. It's literally is solid, and it's just pure. It's spot. the hardest part of the ring. It's the hardest part of the ring. Mm. Speaking from personal experience, <laughs> it actually fucking is. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> People think like, oh, it's it's padded and all this. I swear to God, I would pay good money to watch anyone take a bump on the edge of the ring you've got literally a piece of like wooden board which is about two or three like well about an inch thick mm-hmm. these are two or three centimeters but i've got to think about metric. which would be about an inch yeah, yeah. A, a two and a half centimeters an inch yeah. so yeah i was thinking about more american listeners than what they'd know no, so, so well, i'm yeah. giving them this correction scale i wasn't mocking you no, i was no, giving no. them <laughs> the um equivalency scale yeah um so but for a change i'm not I'm, mocking you yeah <laughs> for a change i'm not mocking the americans on top of that you may have a bit do you guys remember in like well i've seen i've seen there's about a centimeter of a crash mat well so not even not even inch. that you've got um half an inch for americans yeah you know you've got that like the swimming boards used to use like when you were aged at swimming Oh, oh fucking yeah. hell! Yeah, imagine the, um, that, but cut down. Well, that's like what I mean. A, a third, half, yeah, like a centimetre. Yeah, well, I think so. As I say, about half an inch for American. And then on top of time. that, you get a little bit more padding. On top, of that's the canvas. Oh, it's just the canvas. Yeah, on the edge. I've seen a, a ring being taken straight. Yeah. I've been seeing a ring being taken yeah, apart, yeah. and there's fuck all to it. Yeah, as in, in terms of between you and hard solid. Yeah. Yes, between you and solid is nothing. It's the middle, your clothes are thicker. The middle of the ring, you've got a spring, and it'll yeah. give so it'll have some give to what you're about to do, and it'll give you that spring back. The edge of the ring, you've got just pure. It's a solid bar, isn't it? You've got a, a bar that runs along the side mm. with a lip on it to stop the, what stuff is in the ring sliding out. Yeah. Holy hell! <laughs> if anyone wants to take a move like that. By all means, you go ahead. I won't fucking do it. I mean, we know that the apron's a difficult part of the ring yeah. to operate on. We've, we've seen the rings being taken apart when we've gone well, yeah, to independent stuff that we, we go to locally. And I like, have, I walk away. Um, well, of course I, you do. Of, yeah, um, we hang around to help out because we know the we know the um, promoter, so... Shout out to Philip Peresley for you. Yeah. Dirty. Um, oh, he's a fun man. He, get, he, he gave me a ton of shots because I took a couple of shots to the chest. Hang on, that sounds dirty. Um, I, I, I took a couple he of shots. He gave you some shots to the chest? Yeah, he gave me some shots to the chest. No, I, mean, a I, had, four, I had four wrestlers give me chops to the chest in a row. And this is one where it goes, yeah, it's uh, where you fully understand the difference between, uh, we fully understand the difference between fake and scripted. Yeah. It's wrestling is scripted. It fucking ain't fake. No. I showed people my chest after that, and they were like, "Bloody hell!" I this... took one, and I had a, a perfectly identifiable yeah. handprint. Like you could see all oh, four fingers and the thumb, thumb for about a week. Yeah, I, and I I took four from four different wrestlers. This is my biggest issue. Like 
the people that say to me, like, oh, wrestling's fake and all this, like, why do you become a wrestler? Wrestling it's isn't fake, it's, it's not predetermined. Fake. It's, the it's... outcome is predetermined. What happens in the ring happens... Yeah. As, that was me dropping my phone, <laughs> by folks. You it's are not... told what is going to happen to you, yeah. and you discuss what happens on the day. Yeah. Within an hour before you get in the ring, you are told, and you discuss what moves you're going to go through, what bumps you're going to take, and what is going to happen to you. You're professional, so you learn how to take those hits yeah. in the safest way possible. Yeah. But, still, but you are taking them. If you're hurts. getting chopped in the chest by a big old guy, you are going to feel it. Yeah. There is no two ways no, about that. Like, if, the, the noises you hear, it isn't just... Sound effects. You hear if you see somebody getting chopped in the chest, that crack is hand on chest. chest. You almost yeah. look at like I'm going to use Daniel Bryan as an example because his chest lights up like the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But he gets in the match with somebody who can chop. Jesus yeah. wept. There is quite a. Uh, there was an image that did a round on Facebook and on social media a year or so back, um, and it was someone at an independent show took a round of chops. I think it was like twelve, to Walter, twelve and twenty. Yeah. Was it not from Walter? No. Oh, um, I thought I've seen the one from Walter where his hand is actually dented through the guy's chest. No, no, this was this was uh, just a, a small guy, not much bigger than I am. Uh, took a round of chops between twelve and twenty chops, and his whole chest yeah. is black. It is bruised so badly, and like that day that? we said, like we wouldn't do a round of chops in the ring. Like mm-hmm. if the wrestlers want to, by all means, but we won't go. Like you have and, to, yeah, yeah, we won't. The, you won't instigate. The creative yeah. department for our shows won't go... Chops, please. Yeah. yeah, we'll go, you guys just do what you want to do. You've got 10, 15 minutes. Well, um, you, you see the damage that is getting done. Like, oh, the, yeah. the fucking... Yeah. Um, the, this was last year now, I believe. I might be wrong. You're going to correct me. undoubtedly. <laughs> um, but the um, fucking... Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. and the kendo sticks. Oh, oh it was. Oh, wait, um, like, was that the Charlotte Flair one? Sorry. Becky there was, there was Charlotte as well. I thought Charlotte was the one I like, Charlotte went mental. But there was also. The, it was the whole time where there was the Becky Charlotte. Wasn't it? Yeah. And as well. Ronda. And there was, there was crutches, there was kendo sticks, there was chairs, there was all sorts. Mm. Those three so women. That would have been before beat WrestleMania. Shit out oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Were, there were welts. Yeah, look like no, you could see there was a. Yeah. I don't remember what one it was, but it was you saw Ronda leaving the ring, mm. bleeding, yeah. with already a purple bruise on her. So, like guys, it's it might be predetermined, but please, if we can make you take anything away from this, it's sure as shit not faked. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Uh, when you see, the thing is when you see people bleed, when you see people actually bleeding halfway through. Genuinely, it, it's they genuinely have broken the skin. It's not a, it's not a always blade. If they may have inflicted yeah. themselves, but, but it's still, still their own blood, blood that's pouring out. They don't do like fake blood shit anymore. I, no. I hate to be the one to break this conversation up, but we've got one more match to discuss. Yeah, and we've also we've almost we, we're at the time of recording this, we're past two hours, so we need to sort of press on. Yeah, and also possibly break this up into multiple parts. More than so, unsurprisingly, we, we may do, have to do a multi-parter. As we do. No. So I'm going to suggest, I don't know what you guys are going to think, but I'm going to suggest we do Double or Nothing as one episode. Yeah. We do Fighter Fest and Fighter Fight of the Fallen as another part, and then yeah. do All Out as a yeah. finish up. I'm getting the part. And yeah. then we release... Guys at home, you have just as... heard what the schedule is going to be for the <laughs> remaining parts. Yeah, Yeah. so... 
We don't make it up on the fly, honest. As much as I'd love for us to carry on talking about this, and I think this could be a great podcast episode if we discuss yeah. wrestling, wrestling in general. As a rule, wrestling as a concept, rather yeah. than... Uh, just like, but that is for another day, so, yeah. so we'll try and get this so part wrapped up. The final match the final was match. Kenny Omega. Who won? Strong. It's oh, important. Right. We did. We I won. Cody. We're not on the Cody match. Oh, shit, sure we are. Young Bucks. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, and the looted up, the Young Bucks and the looted up. We went <laughs> off on a severe fucking tangent oh, there. Yeah, we, we went, went on such a tangent, I progressed. We started talking about the ring apron and then gone, went, gone. Okay, um, so. The Lucha Brothers won, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because they, they, they got retained, their titles back. They were telling the eight AAA titles. Yeah, they yeah. brought the AAA back, titles back yeah, to AAA. No, yeah. I, yeah, they retained the. They, they brought the AAA yeah. titles back. I thought Young Bucks won the first one. Oh, hang on, you, you might be right. Oh. And then they won it back in AAA. Yeah, they won yeah, it back in AAA. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. is it all out that they won the AAA? Yeah. Oh, fair. Because they're the titles that he pinched from Young Bucks. Uh, See, this is, the, this is a problem. This is what I was saying. This is the problem with watching reviews in the reverse. When you binge watch the entire thing. The night they before you do the, the broadcast. Broad, broad so, we have one match left, and that I believe is Kenny Omega Kenny versus Omega Chris Jericho. Versus Chris Jericho. Oh, Alpha Jericho versus Omega. Great. Right. I think you deserve to go that man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank oh, he you. Oh, he can't see me flipping him off. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Good I, match. Actually, I'll Worse than two before it. Both of the individuals we no, that's why Omega had a worst match. Jericho's worst match in AEW. I thought his page match is. Better. I will say this: I do like Jericho because he stole um, a wanker's cane and wouldn't <laughs> give it back. Then it was funny. It by the way, he he was playing a fuzzy gig just for context for people. He's playing a fuzzy gig. There's a guy in Stoke on Trent known as uh, Magic Andy. I won't give his real name, but he's known as Magic Andy, and he's an absolute wank stain. Everyone knows it, and he walks around. With, uh, he walks around with a cane. Went to see the gig. Went went to see the gig, and Jericho nipped it off him and wouldn't give it back, and everyone cheered him <laughs> because everyone knows that Magic Andy's a dick face. So <laughs> it was a beautiful moment, and this may get cut, but I don't care. Oh it's no, that's, that's, that's definitely so, so you still owe Chris Jericho a thank you. So I genuinely do. He's a brilliant. I've seen him live. So I've seen Fuzzy live several times. I've seen him twice. And, yeah, and I've seen Fuzzy. And, and Jericho's an absolutely amazing. He's so different to. AEW's heel yes. that he is. Is he fake Jericho WWE style? Well, no, at, at Fuzzy uh, concert or Fuzzy shows, well, look, he, he knows full well he shouldn't, quote, I'm doing air quotes, he knows he shouldn't, air quotes, be there, and he loves every second <laughs> he's there. Yeah. He goes, oh, and he basically several times has gone, oh, he's a wrestler, I'm now a rock star. <laughs> and he's like, and everyone's like, yes, <laughs> there, there, you are. there you are. And he's there going, yeah. I'm brilliant and everyone goes yes and then he sings his heart out and he is brilliant at that he's basically a metal fan who's been given the golden ticket oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's been given the golden ticket he stepped like a download he'll step out onto a crowd and there's uh, nearly 10,000 people watching him and he's just looking out going <laughs> he's played to millions yeah. he's not wrestling he's and performed he's, to millions and he's impressed that 10,000 people have come out to watch his gig and he's there going Oh, it's brilliant, I'm a rock star. And everyone's like, yes, you are! Play your songs! And we're like, yes! When I saw him at the underground when they supported Soil. Yeah. So were you there for that one? Uh, no, uh, mate was, but I know the, the gig. The, yeah, uh, it was co. It was a co-headline, yeah. in air quotes. Fozzy uh, were before Soil. And Chris Jericho walked on stage at our local rock venue. 
in this tiny little room wearing his massive leather jacket. <laughs> Very reminiscent, well, not reminiscent, but a prerequisite to what he wears now. Mm-hmm. Um, and wore sunglasses. Yeah. For the entire Fucking 50 legend. minutes to an hour that he was on stage in the underground, Europe. he right, wore sunglasses. The under- One of the darkest just, buildings yeah. just in Stoke-on-Trent. At the time of his playing, underground was down a back alley under a building with no, no windows. windows. He he so he wore dark glasses in a basement essentially. Yeah. For the entire the best game. thing about it is when they played that venue, they were waiting to get a new light rig, so they only had like three or four lights that worked. So you didn't need so the sunglasses anyway, because it was quite dark yeah. inside. Like it with... was all aesthetics, baby. It was yeah. All aesthetics. It was about the outfit. But it was. It was an ensemble, and the glasses were necessary. It was one of the greatest views I've ever seen. And on a side note of this, after Fozzy finished, uh, Soul came on, and the singer saw Ryan McCombs, who is one of the loveliest guys mm-hmm. in music, and I've had the pleasure of meeting him. I look, a casual name drop. No, no, like I'm just it's in there. I'm I'm bigging the guy up a little bit. Um, he come out to the crowd and stood next to me before he met me properly. <laughs> and my mate Nelly, who won't listen to this, uh, grabbed a microphone out of Ryan McCombs' hand and shouted "cunt" down the microphone <laughs> into Ryan McCombs' personalised mic. He doesn't use yeah. any mic. He has his own mic. Oh, He'll bring to every show. And my mate Nelly grabbed it and shouted, cunt down the mic. Nice. So, I yeah. feel like we could do a whole episode just on Jericho, to be honest. <laughs> yes, we could. I um, think we might have to. Yeah. The ma- Batman has had four real personas, if we're going to be honest. He's got Lion Tamer, yeah. List, uh, Y2J, and Heal Jericho. We've got Suit Jericho as well. Five. Jesus Christ. Suit Jericho. Jericho's been the king of reinvention. That's what yeah. makes it so... He's like the so David Bowie of them. Wrestling with yeah, 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 basically. Do you oh, not remember really? Sue Jericho? No. So he went on tour with Fozzy for, I think it was like a year, a year and a half. He was gone from WWE. What what time frame was this? It was when we weren't watching. It was before Punk. Oh, no, in fact, no. Punk was there. Punk was 100% there. Cause it was, so 2008? Yeah, I'm going to say around that time. It was when that, it was when the first NXT batch were coming through as well. So Daniel Bryan stuff. I'm just trying to relate it to a, a fuzzy album cycle because... 2011, I want to say. 2011. That would make sense. That would line it up with Sin and Bones, which would be around the time I saw them. Yeah, so he was gone for a while, a long time. Came back, and because his body had changed whilst he'd been on tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you live like shit on tour. Oh, yeah, 100%. And can't train or anything. He, he'd aged, so he wasn't doing his moonsault, his lion salt or anything anymore. Yeah, touring is, is ridiculous. You spend your life on a bus, yeah. essentially. Easy and shit. what's funny, is, what's funny is you're not actually allowed to shit on the bus. Which, uh, just on a side note, the toilets aren't built. You're not allowed toilet, to shit so yeah. on the bus, but it doesn't stop them doing uh, it. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't, but... As a rule, it's that sort of... So this gives you... You're not even allowed to do your own thing, so... But... Again, on a tangent, do you know how much a tour bus costs to live off for a week? Yeah, if he's done it for a year, it's going to cost him a fucking fortune. It's two grand a week for a tour bus. Fuck. Double that for dollars. (laughs) Now, you wonder, like, if you ever watch, if you ever look at, like, when Foz are on tour, Mm. look at the meet and greet packages. There is one right at the bottom, get on the bus with Jericho. 
Yeah, and it's like fucking 300 quid. <laughs> it's like, well, there we go. That's like one thing. Yeah, paid for it. Sorted. And it's like maximum five per, t- per, per show. There's your fucking tour bus paid for, you bastard. Like, yeah. what are you doing? He's not fucking stupid. Oh, no. Oh, Jericho's a No, but the best thing about it is he's not paying for the tour bus. <laughs> yeah. The record label is. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so after that, I came back, realised it couldn't be the same guy. I didn't want to be... Fun mopping. <laughs> the oh, Ayatollah yeah. of Black and Roller. Um, Where were we? <laughs> came out in a suit, started using an elaborate vocabulary. I remember this. Yeah, it was... I remember it this. Was, How I do you not remember this? It, was, it, was, it was before the list. After the... It's, yeah, it's in between the list and... Because um, he looked really dapper, but he sounded stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I remember the list, but Frank. that's like the last gimmick I remember before. I remember he's like, he's... Uh, scarves and like jacket yeah. that cost fifteen thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, no, you, you are completely messing suit Jericho. I don't know how, but I'll. It was, it was Jericho's like full heel run, like because he's always kind of toad. Yeah, no, Alpha's also full heel. I'm like, <laughs> it's sin and bones here, but I, yeah. I, I was more it was of it. Really good. Again, I didn't watch wrestling at that point. I just no, no, no I, 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 it's what I'm more familiar with from trying to watch NXT. 2000, no, 2008, so that would... Oh, it was 2008. 2008. I got Frank no. on it. Oh, thank you. 2008's pre-Cinnabons. Jericho's heel turn in the 2008, there we go. That would be... Um, oh, I forgot the name of the album. But yeah, Fozzy album. Chase the Grail. So we Chase the Grail era. Okay. Uh, I have no reference, I don't want to Fozzy. But thank you for the lessons. I, I, mate, I'm a I, massive Fozzy fan. Like, I, again, no, I, I'm, I'm thanking you for all the Fozzy fans who I, are not unaware. Mm, I gush over it. In fact, it's, be, it's predates Chasing the Grail, but it'd be that run era. So, Jericho so and Kenny Omega. Yeah. Just, it just felt a little flat for me. I love I Kenny. Loved it. I love Kenny. I will, Kenny is very <laughs> casual can opening there, Johnson. In case you weren't aware <laughs> of our casual day drinking. God help us at trade pop culture. Is that by any chance a Yulu? It is a Yulu. Yulu. Nice choice, well made. Yulu. It's the name of the. I, I, I can read. No. I, I read it. I, I was just trying to. It's all right. I, I'm working in the craft beer industry. I didn't know. I, I knew that they were recan that they were canning. I haven't seen the rebranding. Oh, but okay. based on the colour scheme, I can. It is here. Yeah, that's how much. I'm only, I'm only ever used to it in a bottle. When I saw it in the can, it was. Yeah, Siren I, have gone on to canning the bottles, but the the rebrand as they've used it. the original branding mm. reference and then updated it. Which shows how much I'm an alcoholic I am. I knew the, the beer by the colour. <laughs> yeah, by the colour scheme. Green, you loot. Yeah, purple, sound wave. <laughs> but Kenny Omega. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get through this, I promise. Kenny Omega is... is bear with us, folks. Please bear with us. I know I said Pentagon was the best wrestler in the world, and I didn't put Kenny Omega in my top five, but... Kenny Omega is the best wrestler. Ignoring promos, <laughs> Kenny, wrestler, Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world. I was taking that piss. I didn't think you'd follow through. I, I said ignoring promos. Follow through. through. Uh, I did say ignoring promos. Um, so, to pair him with... An aging Jericho who's probably lost the step in the ring, but is the best promo in the world. 100%. You've got to think of how long it's been since Jericho last wrestled when he did that match. It's got to be a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, he did something in New Japan. I think he, no, he did something in New Japan. That's what I mean. It's got to be like since New Japan today. Maybe a month. But then Kenny's not wrestled since January. So you've got massive ring rust. Oh, huge ring rust. But it, 
I still think it held up as a really engaging it's, match. I thought yeah, that what it's, followed immediately after was way more interesting than the match, though. Yeah, exactly. Omega was it's the best version of the side. Yeah. So it's a good match that falls flat because it's overshadowed. Omega was the best person to put in the match against Jericho oh, yeah. because you couldn't have put anyone else in that roster against Jericho. No. Cody. No. Yeah. I, and I think that's... That's a spoiler flight, I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's other people you could have used, but I think it may... I don't think you could have put anyone else against Jericho for those stakes. Yeah. No. At this, You're not going to have po- at this Jericho point, going, uh, yeah. Cody going for the big title for his own company. It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. no. straight away it won't work. That's what I mean, at um, this point. Yeah. Yeah, so it made sense for the point, um, but it just falls a little flat. And then... You have what comes after, which is phenomenal. Shall we just skip to that bit? Yeah. Let's skip talk about to the end. I don't think there's anything no. more we can say about yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was a great match. Yeah. But for me, it's like you say, it's what came after. It was it's completely overshadowed by Holy running shit. through the crowd. Yeah. But the fact... Yeah. Sorry, who yeah. Won, I forget who won the match. It was uh, Jericho. Jericho, yes. Jericho, Jericho won, won the match. Jericho won the match. Cool. And yeah. you've got Jericho pulling the promo, and then it's the... Pop, you just hear the crowd go mental, and you're just like, "What the fuck's going on?" And, and, and you see oh. Moxley through, yeah. coming through, Splosh. massive shield style esque entrance. Yeah, just to it rips ma- on it just enough that it's, it's a good. It's a casual yeah, just to give the massive finger to WWE again, like well, also do. respect to the Shield brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's, was it's a, a nice... not, it's a nod to them and a, a fuck you to, to them. Um, and it's the pop that mocks it. Everyone's yeah. saying like Jericho is the best uh, best wrestler that AW have pulled. Not by the fucking no. crowd reaction. He wasn't beforehand. Kenny Omega's the best wrestler AEW. No, probably. but like the the, the uh, massive wrestling community now. Yeah. The biggest okay. name. But the pop that Moxley got is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Second incredible. to none. It's fucking extraordinary. And is Moxley fuck He's me. got that creative control he's craved. Yeah. He's, you can see why he's been frustrated because yeah. he's, he's no longer got... getting hit with a fucking plant and ripping yeah. off Chris Jericho's jacket. Yeah. It's, which again, fucking he one of the weirdest blood on ever. His, like, He licked blood off his hands and mm. he Kenny won. Omega's blood. Kenny Omega off a stack of fucking poker chips and yeah. it was just like... And DDT'd him. D- yeah. DDT'd him into the poker chips. It was just, oh, it was just fucking glorious Splish. and it was exactly what we needed for Moxley to be introduced... It was the best possible thing they could do because introducing him as for a match Wouldn't would been. not have had the same. No, he wouldn't have gone over the same way. He'd have no. gone fucking over. Don't no, get yeah, he's going he's... over however you introduce him. But, but fuck me, that was one of the most intelligent moves but when, that have been made so far this when year. When the entire industry is going yeah. like, oh yeah, Mox is doing it, or uh, Dean or whatever is doing films now. He's not going to wrestle. He's going to do. Independence. It was just chatting. It was just a lot of background noise. Just let the man go. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Well, did and you we listen all... to the? Um, he did a. Uh, of course, with I listened to the Talk uh, Is Jericho talk podcast because it's perfect. It's glorious. That's how you make your point against the company that you've left. He's because he didn't shout on the company at all. No, no, he was a good man. But he has nothing but respect for the Shield guys. 
Nothing but respect, uh, respect for the rest of the roster. But he was very careful. Can you about blame him though? Like, he wanted to protect them. He had to protect his wife. He had to protect his mates yeah. because they'd get punished for his actions. But also, like the fact that he said, like I could, I could just like walk out of my contract, but I could stay till the end and just go. I'm not going to resign because then, if five years from now they sell they sell a Shield DVD, yeah, I'm getting a royalty check. <laughs> he's played everything he's so done smart it down yeah. to a and also he's got to a point that if somebody else to convince his role and made WWE an attractive product again he'd, he'd be wealthy if he's not immortal well when I wouldn't put it past Vince <laughs> he will freeze himself he'll be a future armor head in the jaw yeah, yeah. Richard definitely, definitely. Um, just propped on a chair just going yeah. such good shit <laughs> What's up, Mike? And, you know, everyone knows how that... When yeah. he said that to... In front of Booker T as well. That was the word that <laughs> What's up, Mike? N-word. Not saying that word on this podcast. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Mike? It said that... What's I up, Mike? A white, a white man said it to another white man in front of a black man. That that was how yeah. cringy that, that was. That was said it to a black man. That shows oh, you he how... Didn't. He said it to... Um, he, he said it to Cena. He said it to John Cena. He said it to John Cena. And Booker T just turned to his missus and went, did, did he just didn't say that? <laughs> oh, no, he did not just say that. That just shows you how out of touch Vince is, but also at the same time, like... We're going off the tangents again. I'm really sorry. And this will be edited accordingly so that we can fucking keep this all. But you've got to realise, like, everyone rips on Vince for not watching NXT. But now that NXT is going to TV... He's taken control and made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Two things. He has said, I am watching and I am listening. He tweeted that himself at the Cardiff Takeover. Um, But... Have you seen if he wants to re-sign? But no, they've set the shot on that. Have they? Yeah. Oh, thank Don't you. Don't say want to re-sign. We're not talking about it. It's not happening. We'll discuss it after. Like, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it in the break because it's not happening. And I don't yeah, want to tarnish our podcast. We need to speed up. We need to back name. We need to polish this turd. Come on. Um, yeah, we've said everything we need to say. Max is great. Jericho's great. Omega's great. I well, podcast is great. <laughs> so it was uh, an extraordinary pay per view overall. Yeah, oh, yeah. overall, we were giving them a great out of five. It was a, it was a great. Intro- oh, yeah. it was a very, very, very good introduction. I will say that it's in terms of a, balls. In terms I have every pay There's issues here and there because it's. Uh, let's be honest. It's an indie thing <laughs> on the big screen. Yeah, are but, you are you willing to pay? Yeah, pay per view prices for what but, is essentially an indie promotion. But that's for a what it conversation. Is, yeah. But for what it is. Gripped you and went. I need to watch the rest of these. Yeah. I need to carry on. I concur. Uh, I'm giving it a four point seven five. I'm with you. I'm taking. It's almost perfect. Yeah. Like the only the yeah. only points it's losing is uh, SCU's existence <laughs> and that women's match. That's the only negatives I can give the whole damn it show. Almost oh, and Glacier. I almost forgot his. <laughs> I wish I could forget his existence. Yeah, but Glacier was free. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I and think... And something included in the, in the negative. <laughs> 4.75, I think, yeah, I'm totally on board with. I'm, it was yeah. almost perfect. I'm, I'm, with a, a, I'm going with a... I'll be controversial. I'll only go with a 4 out of 5. That's still near top fucking marks, but it was, it was one... It, for me, it was one of those ones where it's just like, maybe I'm too spoiled with WWE where you see uber-polishedness. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Set you up. 
where so I think AEW though one, are going purposely mm, against the polish. They don't but, want polish. But the thing is, as as we will talk about, as it goes on, we see the polish. It gets come more refined. So the thing is, it, it, though, it, this is a good it doesn't. Well, no, they let's, can't. No, let's but, pick up from that point. Yeah, on later the next on. One. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, at the end of Fight Fest, we'll talk about the improvement or not improvement. Well, uh, yeah, go on. So for yeah, for me it's four point seven five again, like you two have said, like Kimbo and Burns. Um, it's almost perfect for me. It's by far the paper of the year for me out of every wrestling paper I've seen. But it is that dip in the middle, and I understand they've got the pop at the start, and the pop at the end. But it's a bit too weak in the middle for me. Yeah, it's not. It's weak. It's. I'm, I know. Not to you. It's the fact that I I'm not aware of who I'm cheering for. Yeah. And I don't. And sorry. in context to the rest of it. No, it's good. It's yeah. not as good as in the middle. I mean, I've got the guys that started who I know. I've got the guys at the end who I know. I don't know the middle. And that's it for me. That's that's, that's where it falls on its But Wait, it doesn't fall on its arse. It's just no, unfortunate. It, it, it falls yeah. out for me. And yeah. The bottom's all out of the market. It falls all out for me. All out, but it's, yeah. But yeah, 475, it's my review of the year. And I will, I will stand by that to the end of the day. Right. So On that note... So, if you want to object to all Strawn's opinions, uh, you can send us an email at trainpopculture at gmail.com. You can also leave us a message on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, or Reddit at trainpopculture, or tweet us at culture underscore train. All of these links will be in the double deer beneath. And sign go. Skull. Gross. As long as you are. Beer.